Well, as a bunch of nerds here, well, welcome to another episode of Zombros Action, our cold open discussing our microphones and our nerdy YouTube behavior. We have a wonderful episode for you today, but I'm joined by the co-host with the most bug-crunching, bug-solving experience for our new business, Johnny J25. Yeah, I, I fixed the uh, I fixed the button while we were in the uh, getting ready time. Uh, turns out I I accidentally commented out the line of code that makes the button work. Oh, that's a classic. So now the button actually. works. <laughs> what? That's a classic error, though. Accidentally yeah. commenting out. Yeah. No, that's that's. Well, I didn't accidentally. I had to comment it out because um, when I work on it, I work on an offline version, and then yeah. I have to like uncode the or uncomment the online stuff. The world of the unrelated. But we have a very special guest this week. The one. The only, the magnificent, Hi. taking the zombie community by storm. Tim Hansen, how are you doing, my guy? I am doing more than good. I'm doing exceptionally well today, other than the fact that I only got eh, four or five hours of sleep. So I'm going to try to hang in here and talk to you guys. Last man standing. I'm excited because I don't know exactly what we're... Like, I have a general idea, of course, but, like, I'm excited to talk the ins and outs of this series because... Oh, yes. My, oh, my, is this an exciting series. I am very excited, and uh, thank you. For having I mean, this is my third appearance, I think. I think so. I think so. And every time you're I like on, I feel like you double in your viewership and your subscribers. So this should be a good omen for you. The next time we see you, I hope you have 1.4 million. I, I wanted to say I love the progression <laughs> of Tim on this show. Or I think either the first time or the last time we had you on, you were just in your bedroom. Now my you've old got bedroom. Like a, yeah. Now you've got. Shit. Is this like a dedicated room or what is? Okay, it? so I was in my initial bedroom for the first and second podcast i think and then now i'm in long story short i swapped rooms with my dad because he had a master bedroom and he's just one guy and he doesn't need all that space so mm -hmm. uh, we swapped rooms i have the master bedroom and this is the closet within the master bedroom so that's wow. where this office is and i have the t i have the chaos and the ether poster you can't see it uh, behind me but it's right above me yes. and i have all the other posters and in my actual bedroom so this is the closet Within how, the bedroom. So. How did this conversation go? Convincing your dad to let him take your bedroom. Oh my god, my dad. My dad's old. He's single. He doesn't. He had just. You know, he's one of those guys. that's very uh, frugal. He, he doesn't have a lot of stuff. So I was mm -hmm. like, you know what? You have a futon, man. I got this giant ass king size bed. I got stuff. My, you know, I got my girlfriend that lives with me. I'm like, let's just swap rooms. It, it, it only made sense. So oh, we both crazy. agreed to it. Nice I didn't just shit. kick him out. I didn't just. Well, I would hope boring. not. Thanks for Listen, to dad. I'm big YouTuber now. Give me your bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> Sitting there bullying your dad. Get out of here, dad. I'm a big man on the street now. Get the fuck out of here. I'm a YouTuber. By the way, get ready. But if if you if you didn't get much sleep now, get ready to get used to not having much sleep in general. Oh, you're right. You're absolutely right. <laughs> it's good training. I didn't get mm -hmm. any sleep either. I was up to five in the morning. So we were playing the. Last Man Standing map, you can see gameplay for the people watching or listening uh, on the podcast. Right now we have Last Man Standing Season 2, Episode 1 map gameplay playing. And I woke up at 11.30 after going to bed at 5. And I'm like, I got I to gotta play with John. I got to make sure we play before the show. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I want to dive into just the concept of Last Man Standing. Where did this come from? Because this is... Oh, my God. This is an awesome idea. I'm really, really a big fan of how you somehow turn zombies into a competitive mode. And I think that's awesome. Right. So this actually goes even further back than I thought it did. Cause I remember long, long ago, mm -hmm. Lex, 
Lex was streaming on Twitch. Yep. And during his Twitch stream, he was talking about how he wanted to get into a style of content that was just about just fun and and just pure entertainment. And, you know, we all know that's how Lex is. And he just wanted, he didn't really care much for the, for the, like, the, I guess the complex. Anyways, he was, he was uh, streaming and he was talking about, I just want to get together with a, with a group of guys and just make like just random fun videos. Mm -hmm. And everybody was like, yo, you should link up with like people like rabbit and Tim who are doing that kind of stuff with custom zombies and like turbo and other guys. So then Lex hit us up and said, we should start like a little zombies group. So we were like, all right, that sounds like a perfectly good idea. <laughs> I mean, you're fuck you're fucking Lex. Of yeah. course. <laughs> like, obviously I'm gonna take that opportunity. So, um, rabbit and I already had our own little duo and it was really easy to get turbo to join us. And Lex joined us and we became this, this group of four. That's what we just instantly sort of became that. Mm -hmm. And this series, Last Man Standing Wins, man, it was supposed to be a one and done. It was supposed to be one video and that was it. That's all we had in mind. Mm -hmm. So the very first episode where we did uh, the SMGs, I, I hit up MJPW Gaming. I said, can you make us a custom map um, where we're basically just separated from each other? We have very little to work with. Basically, just everybody pick one submachine gun and one perk that isn't Jug, Double Tap, or Widow's Wine. So that's what we did. And people loved it, obviously. And we continued with another episode after that with shotguns. And we just continued on this concept of pick a gun, pick a perk. And we did a draft system. So if you came in first place, you were rewarded and you were able to pick first. And if you came in last place, you were punished and you got last pick. But generally, you, you got a good gun. I mean, you got to pick anything you wanted um, that wasn't already taken. And so that's what season one was. It started off as one video that wasn't meant to be a series, but then it became a series. And then, um, you know, we did every single weapons class uh, of weapons in uh, season one. And now in season two... Instead of just drafting a gun and a perk, what we're doing is spinning the mystery box once with a specific uh, game of weapons. For example, the first episode was World of War. Even though in the gameplay, you'll see that um, the regular map just comes with like standard Black Ops 3 weapons. We downloaded a mod for the World of War guns. But uh, basically, every single Season 2 episode has a specific game of weapons. So in the Season 2 or uh, Episode 2 would be Black Ops 1 guns, and then Black Ops 2, and so on. And so you get one crack in a mystery box, one random perk, and that's it. Do your best to survive. That's how this came to be. <laughs> that's awesome. Thank you for taking us on that whole journey. That actually fills in a lot of blanks that I had about it. And I think it's addicting. Like, this could be something super fun if it was a default mode in a Treyarch zombie game. I mean, the creativity here, something quickly, get in, play some fun, have something competitive for one another is really missing, even though we had things like Rush and Grief. I don't feel like it has the positive feedback gameplay loop that this mode has, though clearly there are some minor bugs because you guys are doing this all on your own and through custom mappers. Mm -hmm. What's with the running out of ammo? What What's the rule set on that when you run out of ammo? Then you're just training? Yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of trial and error with these because, you know, <laughs> as you said, we're, we're sort of like just figuring things out like episode one if you saw at the very end it was just rabbit and turbo running around in circles with no ammo yep we got to figure out a way to let that not happen as frequently so there is um, unlimited ammo cheats i know they can enable that's part of just basic mods that like fun mode there's a bo3 fun mode mod where you just never mm -hmm. run out of ammo so that's potentially something to add just 
talking here as me yeah. and John's experience of it. Uh, but the map itself, like we are, we are also impressed to see as you were talking about the progression, how now the latest map has exactly enough points to hit the box, how it has just the one perk in there. Like it's all optimized and you can see this growth. Mm-hmm. That's so exciting. Yeah, there was actually supposed to be a Wonderfizz machine, but there was a problem with the coding. Uh, I don't know exactly what was wrong, but uh, there are specific perks that you can get and can't get, and we couldn't make it work with a Wonderfizz machine, so we just ended up making it a perk drop, just to make mm-hmm. things easier. So, uh, But there are some perks you cannot get. You cannot get a Mule Kick, for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. You only get one gun. Uh, and I guess your Colt. Um, yeah, that'd be a kick in the balls. You get a Mule Kick, and you just... Uh, that's. That's a great way to continue on your game. Uh, no double tap one. I don't even think double tap one is... You'd have to, like, code that in. Uh, who's who in Tombstone? Get that shit out of here. And then, of course, quick revive. You're not going to be reviving people. Although, technically, you could revive people in Season 1 for no good reason. But now you literally can't because it's coded out. So there's no more reviving people just for, for memes. So oh, yeah. those See, are the five I, perks you cannot get. What I like about this is it, it almost feels very, like, Gary's mod to me. Or like, you know, games where you make your own games out of it, mm-hmm. which is like something we've never seen with custom maps. Like in, in the decade or so that we've had custom maps or however long they've been around, I feel like most of the time it's just restricted to like, yeah, we're just going to make a map, whether it be like Leviathan or a simple box map. And then now it's like it's actually it's an actual game and you're making up rule sets like, yeah, no reviving. You can only get these perks. Last man standing wins. And mm-hmm. to me, it's like like so last man standing was like the first now i'm like what's next what's going to be that next like game mode within zombies that's what i'm excited for mm-hmm. you think something like this might show up in the next black ops zombies game you think it'll take cues seeing what the community's been up to i would love it if treyarch was like watching and they were like yeah we're gonna put this in because like the issue dude right now- how's a bunch of youtubers figure this out and we don't I swear to God, will Tim ever get invited to a Treyarch event? Uh, without a doubt. Probably not. Come Find on. out next time. Come on. I don't have I don't have that kind of connection that a lot of people do. Not naming names, you, of course. You're making a, a such a splash in the zombies community, man. I think. Yeah. I think, no I, man, that would be nuts at this They're point. They're also, at least as far as I know, there hasn't been one since Ancient Evil. So. Technically. Dude, we that's, be, yeah. We were the last, John. Even as an outsider, I know that Black Ops 4 development was just a disaster, man. They just... God, but that's not what we're here for. I feel that. <laughs> I think we've had yeah. enough time just shitting on Black Ops 4. I agree. I think I think part of why... I, I think the only issue right now with Last Man Standing is that, like, when you when the game ends, you're stuck in the Black Ops 3 menus for, like five minutes like it's so black ops 3 i feel like it's so slow between games like you die and then firing up a new game takes like five minutes Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i would love it if there was just like a reset button or if like if you die it just starts everybody from scratch which is something that could easily be done if Cherik was like building it into their game from scratch they did it in world at war and they did that with black ops one they removed the reset feature well i know i i missed the reset button from black ops but i think this is a game mode that really could benefit from it completely agree because because it, it is addicting just to keep especially like okay the games only last like five to ten minutes at most if you end up like if you get a bad box spin in your game like your turbo and you get a pistol you can just like yeah well I mean, i'll hopefully get better luck in the next time mm-hmm. that's the beauty of season two i i'm more excited about season two than probably any other season just depending on what we do in the future seasons 
Uh, but man, like the concept of just RNG, like I know RNG sucks in mm -hmm. a lot of scenarios, but it's almost freeing in a way knowing that like, okay, I don't have to dra I don't have to worry about like drafting the best gun. Like just give me what I get and I'll just do the best with what I got. And it, the randomness makes everything just all the more entertaining as well. Like you could get obviously like a wonder weapon for God's sake, but you could also get shit luck like rabbit and turbo and get a pistol. Uh, you could get Deadshot Daiquiri like myself, or you could get Jug or Widow's Wine like the other guys. It's like uh, a yeah. in the last you know, game. Uh, we, in the last game we played, I got some pretty lucky RNG where I got the uh, the rocket launcher and PhD. Mm -hmm. But then Ooh. Reed gets the rocket launcher with I think Widow's Wine. Widow's, yeah. <laughs> it, but that's what I'm saying. So it, it worked out for me. Some really interesting scenarios. Like at first, I got the XM. And I'm like, oh, I'm screwed. Then John got the XM too out of the box. I'm like. Now this is fun. Like now, now this is yeah. <laughs> this is different. And now the perks are what's what we have on different footing. The the game mode is is just got that that vibe to it that pushes that like almost battle royale feel, but it's smaller and it's zombies. It's more intimate. It's not a hundred people. The buy-in is in an hour-long game. It's anywhere from a ten to fifteen minute game, depending on how good you are. And then the skill level, you're only limited by uh how skillful you are even if you don't have a good gun if you can train in this one map anyway uh for example you can start to even the playing field now there might be a way that they should be ratcheting that up as well uh, obviously you're we're, we're not treyarch we're, we're, you're very limited in what you guys can add to the game and all that but i feel like if mm -hmm. treyarch was to adapt this mode it would be really interesting to see them just keep rationing up like you're at, out of ammo or maybe you don't run out of ammo but how difficult it is to survive like you literally can't get past a certain level or they make it as hard as possible because that is the point of this skill it's not round-based survival it's the idea of how long can you outlast the guy next to you it's the um just like the circle closing right well the game's gonna end they're forcing the circle to close in battle royale so they should have zombies or special infected or brutuses or hellhounds that start to really disrupt the train patterns you might be able to run for you know another 30 minutes but no one wants to sit there and watch rabbit and turbo run circles for 30 minutes that's not entertaining you want us to just start upping that skill challenge right? i don't know turbo's pretty entertaining he well he that's but that's besides the point he could be sitting in his house uh, and just talking to you and it's pure entertainment. turbo turbo killed me on that intro that intro you guys made, that Turbo awesome. had me dying. That was awesome. Yeah, Turbo edited that, and we all sent him the footage. And it came out, it, it came out, I have no complaints. It came out really well. I, I enjoyed it. So Turbo killed me. <laughs> it was it was a little random. I didn't understand, like, when he, when he sent me, like, the dialogue, I was like, why the hell would we be talking about Tiger King? Especially since, like, now that we're talking about it, that show is already kind of, like, old news. Definitely. I don't know. It, it was, it was, it was phenomenal. Yeah, that's a good point. I, I didn't even think about that, that like Turbo's still on Tiger King three months later. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Oh, Turbo. How would you feel if, so So let's say Black Ops 4 comes out, you're in the menus and you see Last Man Standing. How would you feel? Would you be like, would you be happy or do you feel like Treyarch stole my shit? Oh, it very much depends on how they go about that. If they're, if they completely disregard me and the series and just pretend like this is a brand new thing. Oh, I'm gonna be heated, and understandably so. But if they like approach they me, would, I feel like that's what they, they would do. Now. If <laughs> I, I do think they would do that if they did uh, make the series. But listen, if they approached me either directly or like indirectly, they like mentioned me or the series in any way, shape, or form. Like a Tim just Hansen even logo like, on a grave. Even like an Instagram or a Twitter post, for God's sake. Like, hey, Last Man Standing. This is where we got it from. I'd be like, okay, 
better. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't bitch and moan about it. I would just but I would be really upset if they just totally ripped it from me and then wasn't made that what they did with phasers? Remember the phasing Nova Crawlers was a custom world at war and then Treyarch was like, That's a good idea. And then they just fucking took it. <laughs> and that was it. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, hundred percent. Like that was something that was ported from Kino back to World at War. And we didn't see phasers until Black Ops Two the with the jumping come? jacks I... of swords. Are they? Do they count as a phasers? I don't really think so because the phasers hit in Alpha Omega at one point. I remember that, and I know they were in custom PC Master Four. I remember people bitching. They were just like, "Whoa, whoa, we made this shit." It might have been Moon because Moon had doesn't Moon have them phasing? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Moon when I remember this because you know how they would just disappear and reappear. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it you're was right. definitely Moon. I rem- I definitely remember that. It was during the World at War season. Somebody already made the phasers into World at War custom zombies, and then they showed up in Moon. And I remember people being like, "Hi, hi!" and trying to be like, <laughs> "Yeah, yeah." Why don't you pounce all? <laughs> you know what though? Like, even if they didn't credit me and they totally just stole it, honestly, I like I'd cool. be upset for a day or two, but I feel like I'd get over it. I think I'd just embrace the uh, upside of it and be like, you know what? I may not have got what I wanted. But millions of people out there did get a new and hopefully good and refreshing game mode out of it. And I'd try to not be as selfish about it. I'd try to be more like, as long as it's benefiting people, like, whatever. I, you know, like, I would almost yeah. think like the MC Sports Hawk yeah. approach, where it was like Matt memed Face Dog or Space Dog into existence. And then now he forever has an impact on like Call of Duty, yeah, like one of the biggest franchises ever. Like That's you can true. you could say like yeah I invented a game mode within Call of Duty. Now of course they wouldn't give you the credit but like you would know and That's it's not awesome. the same but it's something. I don't mm-hmm. know. I mean to think that one of the it's a cultural icon Call of Duty for sure whether or not you like it or not different story but people know Call of Duty when you say the name and to have the impact you had to potentially in, have a game mode or some competitive game mode come out, and this is all you're saying. This might not, there might not be any last stand whatsoever. But if you, it did happen, it's it's amazing that your idea got immortalized in the minds of mainstream uh, gamers forever. Like you, you, there's going to be memories people are going to have with this game that are going to stick with them forever now because of your idea to think outside the box with Lex. I wonder how that. Good. I wonder how that conversation would go with like a random like just somebody you meet and you're just casually talking about Call of Duty with them and they're like, oh yeah, I really love the new Last Man Standing mode in Zombies and you're like, oh really? Because yeah, I invented it. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Well, like, oh, let me tell you. That's like that's like the ultimate. My dad works at uh, Treyarch. Yes, yes. Uh, I don't yeah, like. Would they believe you? And then you'd have to like pull up the video. Oh, Here's would. the video evidence. Last Man Standing. See, that, episode that's one. where it's the weird part of it all, right? Because like. With Matt, he memed it into existence, and it was a joke. Tim literally has made this like a serious series of well-thought-out idea and continued to improve on it over months and months of work. Lifting this is a little different than being like, look, there's Space Dog. Oh, yeah, no, no. It's a totally different scenario. Um, but that would just be a weird scenario. I would like Because we're talking about this, like it's definitely going to happen, and this is totally just me thinking that this is a good idea that they should, that like would be cool in Call of Duty. They, I absolutely think they actually should do it, and whether they credit me or not is, of course, up to them. I hope they do, but if they don't, I would bitch about it on Twitter for a day, and I'd get over it, and I would just embrace, like what you said, just uh, the fact that I was able to contribute 
to Call of Duty, like in that capacity. Like, pe like the videos are there and people can still see them and it still has an impact on people. But man, there are still millions and millions of more people that don't watch my videos that would be able to play this for the first time. Exactly. And it could grow and grow and grow with different ideas like we are doing with the different seasons. I would love that. I would love to see it, whether or not they credited me. I would actually would encourage them to just try it. The thing is with Treyarch, and as we talked about them, they're never just going to take an idea. They're always going to put their own spin on it. They're always going to evolve it. It's not Treyarch's way just to straight up steal something. Minus the phasers. I think the phasers are the only thing I can remember in my zombie history. Oh, John's frozen. In my zombie history that uh, Treyarch was like, yeah, no, we're just taking that shit. That's mine. So it's going to be... At the very least, I hope your series has had an impact as it's clearly done that with the community. It's clearly done that with your followers. So I hope the potentially the trailer can see how much excitement and fun people have gotten out of Last Man Standing. That's kind of the whole point of this conversation and us giving this uh, sort of grandeur YouTuber like, I'm so great. I made a great series. Treyarch should honor me. Like, that's not really where we're going with this. It's just one of those like... It'd be awesome mm -hmm. if your contribution really did make that difference to so many people in the community because it already has. And it'd be awesome if Treyarch acknowledged that and pushed it further. That's why I'm really excited that these maps are public now in season two. Everybody yeah. can get their hands on it and try it. Well, that, that was, was a big the deal. frustrating thing when me and John first saw you doing Last Man Standing. I'm like, oh, dude, I'm going to try this out. And then they were nowhere to be found. And now that John linked me this, I'm like, yes, they're out. Now it's literally this dialogue you're having with your community mm -hmm. that you and me can experience the same thing now as a viewer uh did you somehow switch the boxes that's that's great well when his cam comes back on maybe it'll go back the right way but me and you as a <laughs> viewer it's like me and i get to have the same experience as you right i get to yeah. understand what all my favorite creators are going through in these last man standing contests with one two or three friends i also like how me and john didn't need all four for the thing to function we could just jump in and have at it can, mm -hmm. I, can I interject real fast yeah i'm a total idiot and just accidentally kicked the cord on my computer to unplug it <laughs> <laughs> so that's why i dropped out for oh, a moment boy. right on. i like i i hit the cord of my foot and then everything goes black and i'm like uh oh, <laughs> I made a mistake. And then I'm just sit, uh, as the computer's like starting up, I'm just there like tapping my fingers on the desk, like, all right, hurry up. I got a, got a show to get back on to. <laughs> I'm a total idiot. It's fine. Oh, God. What I've done that with my Elgato. I have it underneath my uh, underneath my desk, and sometimes I'll just kick it in the middle of a game, and then it'll just stop recording. I'm like, God damn it. And then like an hour or two hours of footage is just gone. And it's, it's, it's a heartbreaker, man. <laughs> it is a heartbreaker. Oh, yeah. I've been there many, many a times. The oh, so tough creator struggles of I've shut my computers off. I don't know how many times extension, um, they're not extension cords. Their power surge protectors have like fallen down and just turned off completely the entire brick on me before. And the classic, like you're doing a zombie Easter egg hunt, you stretch out your legs and just knock way too many cords out. And you're like, well, it was me. taking, it was like slow to load up. And I was like, now would be a really bad time to like restart my computer and then see like hard drive failure. And I'm like, <laughs> better not be happening. <laughs> not in the middle of a show. I mean, I wouldn't want it to happen in general, but in the middle of a show would be bad timing. I'd be like texting, you'd be like, yeah, read my hard drive just failed. I'm seeing a lot of blue screens, a lot of uh, no go. Mm -hmm. This is no bueno. So what were you guys talking about? Last man standing. <laughs> well, obviously, but yeah. I see a comment. Uh, if you don't have friends to play with, it would be pretty boring. Yeah, I mean, 
Sure. It's so not a solo experience. Yeah. It's definitely like a thing you're gonna wanna. You're pretty much have to pair up with uh, people with. Yeah. Whether, uh, yeah, it, it, there's no hope of playing it solo. Battle but, uh, Royale is pretty boring solo, so we better not make a battle royale game. Call of Duty multiplayer in general is terrible solo. Grief is terrible solo. Turned is terrible solo. And there's nobody playing turns. So you can never get a game anyway. So maybe that's like the mentality. And, you know, not to make fun of you in that sense. But, like, that's we're just turning the logic on its head. Like, Zombies can't, needs to get outside of that. Like, I think that's something that really hurt it in the past. I remember I was a big four-player guy back in the day. Because that really pushed gameplay. really pushed the Easter eggs. I liked the cooperation. I think that led to my personal most enjoyment out of Call of Duty Zombies was in teams. I think that's the most fun. And over the years... It has been pushed for solo play. I know smart guy will probably disagree with me till the cow comes home. He much prefers solo play, and it's completely understandable. And that's another perspective. But with that said, that is what is skewed where we've gone in Call of Duty Zombies to Black Ops Four. It's become more and more solo optimized or made with solo players in in, in mind, even though it's so fucking tedious for solo players to play on like the Easter eggs and stuff like that. So somehow, even though it's becoming, I mean, it was a, I remember it was a big debate back in my day, back in my old YouTube zombie days, we used to have arguments about whether an Easter egg map should be completed soloable or be able to be completed solo. Like that was a big debate. And people would be like, no, I want the multiplayer. It's not right. Or maybe do the Call of the Dead, best of both worlds. You get to do a little bit, but the full Easter egg, you need the full team type of deal. And then as BO3 really experimented with and BO4 went all in, Solo was like, absolutely, that's a stable. What are you talking about? That is how it is. Zombies, you can complete Solo. And that's now building, ex like, they're catering toward an experience that is for one person. Only one person mm -hmm. playing at a time. Where Zombies was normally catered for team effort. Just like the multiplayer philosophy and, you know, Battle Royale for philosophy or multiplayer game philosophies. So that is definitely impacted Call of Duty Zombies and the way we perceive and enjoy the game because they have changed fundamentally how we approach. And I feel like that comment highlights exactly that idea where it's just like not fun to play solo. You, it's like you can't you, you can't criticize a multiplayer, a game designed with multiplayer in mind for being bad in solo. <laughs> Right? And if anything, Last Man Standing is just a really difficult box map if you play it in solo. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, it's not like Last Man Standing is a it's a pretty straightforward, simple uh, concept. I don't claim to be some sort of genius for figuring out uh, four separate uh, compartments with a mystery box. I'm not I'm not like Bill Gates or nothing like that. Um, but hey, just get a couple of buddies. I guarantee you, you will have. A blast especially with season two unfortunately season one maps weren't available uh to the public to the grand public except for the last uh for the finale that one was um but man this is just the beginning of it for the community at least in the steam workshop everybody can play these and uh so is man, every, is every map gonna be available um, yes i wasn't so i wasn't sure if it was i know you guys are just doing different guns but i wasn't sure if you're gonna have like a new map for each thing or if you were just gonna swap out the weapons mod yeah, so here's the thing. World of War weapons in particular can be tricky to code because some people have them, but some people don't. And, you know, the custom community is oftentimes very, uh, I don't know what the word is, uh, volatile. 
they're they're pretty they're pretty mean to each other sometimes that's what i've heard from several of them um and sometimes they don't like to share with each other and it's hard to to get coding for specific weapons so the world of war weapons unfortunately weren't available within the box but we downloaded a world of war weapons mod mm -hmm. to tag along with that i linked it with the map so you guys can do that if you want or just use the standard black ops three weapons in the box and but uh, from here on out the weapons are going to be a lot easier to just have in the mystery box so i'm hoping that we can for like black ops one and two and three and so on and so forth all of those guns will just be in the box already and you don't have to download a mod separately for that so that that is something to look forward to um but then again like even if that isn't the case uh there will be a mod link in the description worst case scenario but um cool yeah there's going to be a different theme for every map a different uh game of weapons like like uh black ops one is the next one and that that is how it's going to go probably for eight or nine episodes and then we'll do a season three hopefully depending on how everything goes and well before season three starts we do have to tell about the top link in the description there's these beautiful last man standing posters available tim is this is absolutely this we're on the street we're on the street guys in the description check it out posters Some, something i know very dearly to my heart that there's gigantic potentially movie sized posters that I'm showing on screen right now. They're so good. That they could get high quality, affordable. At TimHansonPosters.com. Do you have any on you, Reed? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should get them. I also I heard a rumor through the grapevine with uh, code Zombros only available for 24 hours. You can get 15% off. Oh really? You you heard that through the grapevine? That's that's, that's the, what the rumor mill said. I think uh, I think I had a dream and Turbo was in that dream and he and he told me that. Oh, Shout out Turbo. Buddies. I see you. I see you, newbie. Oh, is that she lost Glitch, what's up? I think it is. Oh, look at that. Look at these bad boys that you can get at TimHansonPosters.com. 15% off. Use code Zombros. Limited time only. The Zombros coupon in the next 24 hours, you can pick up your favorite pack. The, mov the movie posters are on their way. Those are pre-orders. But you can get it right now if you want the individuals of your favorite creators. Look at look at the freaking detail if it would focus. Crazy rabbit. Look at that. Look at that. God, it's not you know what? Um, I mean, I'm oh, drawing a blank. There's even say? little oh, Easter um, eggs too inside the posters if you guys check them out. Look at that. Beautiful Tweet me a picture of you ordering the posters or the merch, and I will follow you. That is another thing I'm doing. You could have your best buddy Tim if you buy these posters watching you. Look at Turbo, that sexy bastard. Oh my god. Brooklyn Bridge in the background. It doesn't get better than that. It doesn't get better than that. And you can find the secret words hidden throughout the posters. These things are gorgeous. I couldn't believe when I picked up the prints. And these aren't just your... This is stock, baby! This isn't your... We send them flat, so you're not getting crappy posters that break away in your hands. These... I'm excited. I'm really excited to get mine. I got a place for them on the wall already. I am amped. I am yeah, absolutely I sent the, I sent amped mail, for it. So you should be getting it in the next two days, actually. I sent a priority. Oh, really? Yeah, you should get it very soon. Uh... I am beyond excited. I just got to get some uh, some frames for him. Hell yes, you do. And the fun part is too, you can if you want, you can stack these any which way you want. In case you hate 
you know, maybe uh, what's that mean? Where it's just like I have new best friend, depending on the video. So you <laughs> can be like, which creator you like the most and stack them whichever way you'd like or you could put all four in a big frame or you could just buy the gigantic poster and put them in a frame as well when they're all together they're the same as the movie size posters i have and i can't wait to see that print as well i'm very very excited about if you that. happen to be a last man standing win super fan what you can this do with the these four individual posters is on your wall Put them in the order in which you think people were gonna place in the following and the upcoming episode. Ooh. That's that's just uh that's that's a bonus thing you could do with these yeah. posters. Like send Tim cool. the photo of it with you. He'll follow you back, and you can put them in order and start making your predictions. And then if you make a right prediction, maybe we'll give you a shout out or something. If we hell, I'm I'm gonna start doing that. I'm gonna put myself first every single time, but <laughs> uh, I'll just randomly throw in the uh, put Turbo last. General Shepard said Lex's poster should just be his forehead. We tossed Ooh, around too late those to ideas. Make the is it too late to make the, make the forehead we, larger we on the poster? It. We discussed it, but you know, I feel like uh, the meme wasn't strong enough. We got some killing time mm. meme in there with round 100 runs. Nice little details for everybody. There. Oh, that's where the 100 yeah, comes from. Yeah, it's his round 100. So that's his big, oh. his big comeback. Oh, somebody, I, I saw you like the tweet the other day, Tim, that was just like, oh, I just realized the posters all together say last man. Or yeah, last that's the Easter egg. There's an win. Easter egg to yep. these posters. Yep. Last man. I was going to say, I, I, I was going to say to you, Reed, and I forgot to ask you, I'm like, wait, shouldn't Lex's poster say, say man instead it, of 100? It does say man. It is in there. Oh. I just haven't found it yet. It's yeah. tough to it's tough to find on Lex's. I've noticed, but uh, I think I found it. I have the high res. I have the high res in front of me, and I haven't been able to find Lex's. Now I got to go look for it's it. Not hard. For you guys, though, the best way to uh, oh, there it is. I see it now. Getting close. Mm -hmm. Good way to support um, support. Tim, support Lex, Rabbit, Turbo, as well as me and Reed. This is a project that we've been working on quietly in the background for a little while. Mm -hmm. um, and we're excited to finally get these out to you guys. Um, it's Hell excellent yeah. to support Last Man Standing. Tim Hansen posters, Code Zombros, 15% off. Yeah, and these were actually designed by a different artist than normal. Stefan's last job with me was the Last of Us poster. He has to focus on college work now. A Camilo Martinez uh, was who did this. He's from Colombia, so he did an incredible job on the poster. I mean, we get so lucky with these artists. He was able to capture the likeness of Tim and Lex and Rabbit and Turbo so well that it, it blew me away. It was absolutely especially Rabbit. Good God, Rabbits is Rabbits is something else. I. I, I think I like his the most, to be quite frank. <laughs> well, he gave the I most detail. That's almost always how it works. Yeah, I gave you so much on rap. I knew everything yep. about rap. I just I know him like the back of my hand. I just told you everything. I'm like the bandana's got to be there. The car 98K's got to be there. Cherry blossom oh. trees in the background. Like get that anime theme in there. Standing on a tank. That was also a badass idea. I loved it. I Turbos loved it. is really good too aesthetically. It's just oh, yeah. I think scenes. aesthetically, turbos and rabbits are my favorite. I, I just Rabbits is the most unique, I would say, by far. And then Turbos is probably like just aesthetically just the most like it's it's really warm and I think I like Turbos mm -hmm. a lot. Like Lex and I have pretty I mean they're all fantastic. I think Lex and I have pretty uh pretty decent ones as well. 
I like, like Lex's anime glasses. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I really like the way he decided to tint his glasses. Yeah, uh, I was a big fan of uh, the Call of the Dead poster, the one with George Romero and the cast above him uh, that says there's a zombie killer in all of us. That classic Call of the Dead poster. That is my favorite poster of all time. I got it on my wall in my bedroom. And that was obviously it. the it's obviously very similar to the one that I have um, for Last Man Standing. Huge inspiration there in case people didn't notice that. It's pretty obvious, but well, oh my god, I love that poster. You never know. It's just goddamn. All right. Is that is that enough shilling and and saying how great we are and patting ourselves on the back? That's the commando. Favorite <laughs> yeah, favorite gun, yeah. too. Also, sending him all the references for the guns was awesome. He got the car ninety six commando, the Mark III, and the ray gun really well, man. He, they all look like they're supposed to. So it's like, goddamn. All right. Also, I wanted to talk about what uh, Smart Guy actually commented on a little while before we went on this. Um, he said, oh, I agree. Too much is solo friendly. Solo should be accessible, but not for everyone. That's why Origin solo Easter egg is seen as such a feat on Black Ops 2, because it was doing something intended for four people with only one. That feeling I want back for the solo player. So, like, e even Smart Guy agrees there's been this weird change over time to towards solo players but like the, the the gameplay is scaled towards solo players, but in a way that hasn't made it more enjoyable for solo players. And th they've taken away challenge, but up the annoyance. And that's BO3 as well. That's not just BO4. And I would even say uh, World War II Zombies and Zombies in Spaceland. They all do the same thing. Car 98, not 96. Thank you for the correction in chat. How dare I? How dare I get that wrong? <laughs> my bad. Well, I've been like playing solo pretty much for as long as i've been playing zombies like my first couple like when i first started playing zombies obviously it was in co-op and then once i got good i i always just like the solo experience of zombies Get where you're good. just like where you're just like playing and then i can zone out like i don't like i'm not a huge fan of co-op games i like playing solo i like I, putting on a podcast playing zombies and zoning out like that's zombies to me that's exactly why mm -hmm. solo it's skewed towards solo over the years is because of that experience you described it's an excellent experience there's nothing wrong with that mm -hmm. back in old reed day we would literally just like stop talking and we'd just be hanging out on the Doris catwalk and you'd just be listening to the ambience and just enjoying the game and just hanging out basically so we you would get that same zoning out but like it still is like a lot of extra steps. Even with casuals, there'd be like no microphones. I remember that was the big thing. I remember multiple times. Uh, L. Anderson was a player I played with a lot. She was terrific at the game and especially training. She'd always be the one clutching everything. And like we we would have two people talking, two people sending messages through like, you know, the pop-up text chats we used to have back in the day when we would send messages before we had Skypes and Discords and all optimized ways. This is when you'd have to type it in on the controller going character by character. Yes, and then eventually the they upgraded to like uh, the keyboard you put in the controller and then it got a little faster and we could come. Oh, did you buy that? They did because they weren't, they didn't uh, have mics. They had, they were just typing. Oh, yeah, and we were all probably so young that they, the parents might have not allowed some of them to talk on the consoles. They wouldn't buy them headsets, which is also, I think, a very good idea for parents. So you don't deal with the people. You get in COD lobbies and be like, hey, and then explicitives nonstop. Mm -hmm. I, feel like a, I feel like back in the day with World of War maps like Noct and Verruckt, 
maps where you know you're fucked no matter what you do. I feel like those are the best maps to play co-op because, you know, coordination and this giant chaotic mess, I think that's the best co-op experience. But like you said, solo, if I'm playing like DE or something like that, I know I'm going to get to round off a million on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just putting on like a podcast in the background or something and just relaxing. I think that's the best way to go about it. Yeah. Both have their pros and cons. I, I don't think there's a right or wrong way to approach the experience per se. Um, obviously, I've criticized that it, it's skewed too much in one direction, right? And then if you try and please everybody, then you end up pleasing nobody. But I, I'm, I don't want to invalidate either of those experiences because I think both the solo and multiplayer experiences are strong. They really depending mm -hmm. on your mood and time of the day really can connect with players so it's about finding that line because it's not there in bo3 and bo4 the the multiplayer experience has slowly fell away from the chaos like you just described of rooked and inside world at war and bo1 that sort of had a charm to it there, there's that extra bit of replayability that even allowed you to be like Shit, you know, I want to I want to do that again. And even playing it solo doesn't really take away from what you wanted. Like World at War has that balance, not perfectly. And I don't want to look through rose tinted glasses and be like, "What was the best experience?" No, there's tons of shit wrong with World at War. <laughs> I mean, there's oh, tons yeah. of optimization issues and just knifing's garbage. And you know, the zombies are sticky. There's a lot of stuff to that that not aren't as fun as other games. But solo wise, you could go on and run as Shinonuma till I fucking die or four player, you have that much different experience. You could get to around 30, but man, you're going crazy. Uh, my electric, they are, they used to post zombie montage videos. And I think they're a great example of just the crazy fun that used to be in zombies or v Vanoss gaming. They, they are huge. The biggest uh, view wise on YouTube for zombies. And it comes off custom maps because it's that chaos. Like, you don't see them really going crazy with the newer maps because you don't get that urgency. You don't get that, like, experience that I'm trying to drive at here for that mm -hmm. was present in World at War and maybe BO1. Well, I think there's a real value. Oh, go on, Tim. Oh, I was going to say, I'm curious about Shinonuma and World of War. Is there a, a, ra is there a zombie cap on the rounds in co-op? Because I know on solo there's, like, a 24 uh, zombie cap per round. But on, on co-op, does that change or does that stay the same per player? So would there is there like twenty four zombies per player on co op on World of War Shinonuma or does that not exist? I don't think I'm it exists. Chat will correct sure. us, but I'm almost certain that once you go into multiplayer, it's not twenty four per round anymore. That's so weird. Why is that even a thing then? If it's not for solo and co op, why would they specify that to? Obviously, it must be like a glitch I or something. I, I I someone else would know much better than me because I I know for a fact. When I'm playing round 34, it goes on way longer, round 34 for uh, so for multiplayer than solo. I know that for 100%, but I, I'll kill hundreds of zombies in a single round when we're playing multiplayer Jerez. I know that for sure. But solo, it's that 24 every round. You just got to get through however many spawn in and get you know through the wave or whatnot. And is it only 24? It always feels like more than 24 on solo. I think it's like three Wonder Waff shots, is it, it is. not? Right, I think, right. Yeah, three. I think it is 24. You get 10 kills with a Wonder Waff shot. So 10, 10, 20, and then one more shot to kill the last remaining four. It is 24. So weird. And then there's like insta-kill rounds too. Yes, and then... right? Yeah. Newbie gaming. Well, the insta-kill insta rounds are a bug. That's it. That's yeah. 
I wonder if the zombie uh, zombie count is also a bug or not. I wonder if they in if they intentionally did that. My question is why? <laughs> like, yeah, well, they, it doesn't they make quickly, any sense. They quickly turn it off in Dereze because Dereze is the last map. I, I almost wonder if it was like an oversight. Might like been. if they just didn't think it was necessary. I don't know. Or they didn't think solo players would get that far. They didn't. They made it maybe easier for solo players because they thought it would be a much more difficult experience. And then the solo community yeah. stepped up and was like, hey, "LOL, bro, it's time to go forever." You just this is actually the easier way to get to high. We're going to round ten thousand. <laughs> That's fun. I. You know what? I can't sit down in my chair and play zombies for longer than I want to say. I mean, technically, I did for eight hours for an ascension stream once, mm -hmm. but beyond that eight hours, which is still insane for me. I don't get how people do it. I don't yeah. get how people do it. I can't keep my sanity like that. I got to get up and do something. Yep. I can't. I, I feel like a piece of garbage if I sit in my chair for more than eight hours. I feel you on that, Tim. If I God. like live streams that are three and a half High rounds hours, persistence I'm like, thing. Sorry, go ahead. It's a persistence thing. It's a time thing. It's like yeah. a, a determination thing. That's the real challenge with a lot of high rounds on a lot of maps. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I have a video that's going up on wednesday and in the in the video i interview like uh this guy phoenix who holds a lot of world records in zombies he's one of the top like black ops players ever and i asked him like I'm like what's like the motivation like like how like how do these sessions break down and how, like why what keeps you going and the way he explained it to me is so he'll play for maybe like 10 to 15 hours at a time and it's literally just like a hit the next milestone kind of thing, you know, get to 50, get to 100, get to 150, get to insta kill rounds. And it's, 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 I guess the motivation, like, like there, there's, I guess the dopamine hit of reaching that next milestone is what keeps short term goals. Yeah. It yeah. sounds yeah. like when I run uh, miles, when I run a 5k, that's literally like the talk and I that's... go through myself where I'm like, let's get quarter of a mile. Yes, I'm at when a half I, a mile. So well, when I run, I break my runs down into segments of like 0.3 miles. Okay. Um, which sounds arbitrary, but the way I break it, the way it breaks down is that like every 0.3, 10 of them is suddenly three miles, which is a 5k. Gotcha. Um, yeah, that makes so, sense. So, so like I'll go into a run and I'll be like, okay, I'm running, I'm going to run seven miles. So that's 27 segments mm -hmm. uh, or 23 segments, give or take. And then, like, it's you keep okay. Well, I'm one, I'm one of 27, two of 27, three. It's like it's it's short enough that I I, I can see it growing, mm -hmm. but also like long enough that it doesn't feel like I'm just like, like it's pointless. Funny enough, like, I when I ran at school a lot more than I do now, um, I would always base it off the track because the track's quarter mile. So that's mm -hmm. how I was always doing my measurements. But the indoor track, obviously, when it's snowing like crazy, we can't run outside per se or as easily. Um, I and I don't like running in the cold, so I'm I'm a bitch. Just get all that out of the way. Uh, it is a smaller track because it's inside. So taking it from like, if I wanted to run a 5K, it's 12 laps, and it bumps it up to like 28 laps. All of a sudden, to me, that felt like yeah indoor tracks. i can't even keep track are you kidding me i'm just trying to push myself and the no i gotta do 28 laps just to keep track of like what would normally be a much easier segment so, so <laughs> sometimes that even throws me off and i can see that in high rounds where just like if you start going like oh i'm i'm one third of the way to one third to one third of where i want to be you start to be like yeah i'm going outside <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, I, I took a jogging class this semester as like my gym elective. Yeah. And uh, we had to do like a time one and a half mile. Um, and we do that periodically throughout the semester. But that was 12 laps on the indoor track. Mm -hmm. It's just like, ah, shoot me. Yeah. Like, actually, I have I have right now my mile chart behind me mm -hmm. uh, for yeah. the year, which is at 352. It's hard to read right now. Hell yeah. Like I can run. I'm a good runner. But God, fuck me. I'm not doing 12 laps around that track. Oh, my God. Right. It just seems so, so much different than just being like, hey, start here. And then when you'll finish in a mile, just keep going for a mile. Seems a lot better than like, oh, oh here we go mm -hmm. again. We're going around the, the merry-go-round. Oh, boy. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right. So what else do we want to talk about with Last Man Standing besides these wonderful posters, the well, impact I saw had? Somebody had somebody had mentioned yeah. uh, doing last man standing only with knives mm -hmm. in the realm of possibilities, Tim, or nah? Oh, that was an interesting thing we uh, considered in season one. We were thinking about um, doing another 2v2, how we did with the uh, specials, where we each had NX Shadow Claws, and you could save up for a death machine. What we were thinking about maybe doing is uh, being able to buy a Bowie knife, mm. 2v2, and then uh, maybe, like, I don't know, Galvanicles are a little bit tricky. But maybe like some other melee weapon that was really good for a high round. So we were thinking about doing that. But then uh, with the 2v2s, we would e each pick two perks. And at that rate, I think what really is important with the melee is just having Jug, right? Because mm. one of the perks is going to help you with meleeing other than Widow's Jug. Wine. Yeah. Widow's Wine would be great, actually. You're right. But... I feel like there'd be an imbalance, like, because the first two people would get the first two picks, and if they pick Widow's Wine and Jug, then the other team is just screwed, basically. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, there could have been ways we could have adjusted it, for sure, but to me, it felt like if I have Jug, I can safely knife, and if the other team doesn't have a Jug, then they gotta be, like, way, way more careful, and I feel like it would be, feel imbalanced. But I, ha I haven't totally ruled it out. It's a, it's a good idea, but um, for Season 1, we were just like, it's you... a good idea, let's just cut it and then head to season two see what happens can you get takio's katana in a black ops 3 custom map yeah i was thinking about i'm that. not sure i've ever seen that in a custom map though which yes, is surprising it's absolutely been custom maps. well yeah it's in revelations so it should and it's in leviathan mis... oh is it yeah it's in the time attacks. In leviathan. yeah there's uh, an axe i know there's an axe i've used in custom zombies before and a wrench and you can yeah, pretty well, much everything all... in rev and garage they're all in rev, right? I think. No, it's a most of there's time attacks in GK and in Garad. Yeah, okay. But also, I, there, I know I played a custom zombie map where you could get Takio's katana, and it starts off in like an Aztec pyramid type of deal. So it's been a while. You can definitely get it in custom zombies for sure. Mm -hmm. That would be a really fun last man standing, just using the katana, and then just That'd making rules cool. around the perks or what you can use, so you don't have that advantage of you know feeling safe with jug. Mm -hmm. Widow's Wine is like uh, a minor advantage, but weeks. you still have that like, oh god, it's it's still significant because it's Widow's Wines. But you know, you can get caught yeah. with Widows and you're screwed. Where Jug, you can really fight your way out. Mm -hmm. I have an interesting question for everybody in the chat Hell as well. Yeah. If Treyarch were to take Last Man Standing wins, whether the, whether they credit me or not, I don't care. But I'm saying if they took it, what do you think they would call it? Would they call it Last Man Standing, Probably or not. would they call it something else? Would they put their own spin on it? And and if they did, what would that be called? I'm curious. Like what it. what would they label it as? Chat, give us your ideas while me and Johnny J think about it as well. I've always liked. And would they limit it to four people, or would they expand it to this giant 
like hundred people. I'm I'm imagining this Could giant like coliseum yeah. with like a hundred people separate. But getting shit. people into those compartments though online and stuff Could this, that'd probably be tricky. That would blow my mind. Ah, uh, but it's doable. I, okay, I know. Let's I know. Spawned in there, of course, actually. I know, Fuck, like it's what they put the battle it's, royale and zombies in a sense. That's now. what I'm, I was just about Fuck, to say. What if you make really what if you work. make an arena with ninety nine slots, and you could oh, you could boy. throw you could throw meat or sabotage the people around you, um, and maybe as people die, your air like so maybe if somebody dies, their area is open, and it will merge with like the people next to you, so your spaces get a little bit bigger as it goes on. Oh shit! Oh, that's yeah. A good idea. So it gives you a little. So if like the person next to you dies, you could take their area. You get a little bit more room to work with. Like imagine just a big circle, and everybody gets a little slice of the pizza. And mm -hmm. if the people next to you die, your pizza gets bigger and bigger and bigger till eventually, like you're half and half. And you and, and then it should maybe... start closing. And I think there should be perk drops. Where I remember this in a custom zombie game, like you get a, a drop, right? Not a perk drop, but you get a, a power up drop, and they lose all their ammo and their clip for like five four mm -hmm. three and now you're just disrupting each other's gameplay and you're going back and, it, and forth trying to do that it could also it could also be like a thing where um you can grow faster than the people around you so maybe 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 the way it works is so obviously somebody always has two people on each side yeah. of you it's so like if you have your little piece of the pie of the person here and the person here yeah if you have more points than the person on the opposite side of you you get the area that they that they previously had i like so it. so you can get to, you can get to the end of the game where somebody's got like three quarters of the pot like you know like yeah most of it, and then somebody's got a little sliver because they've just been surviving but not getting many points mm -hmm. um, make it more like tetris 99 yeah um smart guy just said make it like tetris 99 where you can attack players with drops 100 i think that's how you do it mm -hmm. because now you're incentivizing killing the zombies and then you just pick up a drop because like when we were playing when you got a max ammo i was like I don't want you to get a max ammo. I'm helping you. This yeah. sucks. Like, I don't want this or a nuke or an insta-kill. I don't want that to help you. I mean, in normal grief, that, that's how they turned it on and off. Or you could, you could, you could unlock, you can get like kill streaks, kind of, where it's, but, but yeah. rather than like, rather than yes. traditional kill streaks, like I'm on an AC 130, instead I can spawn a, I can spawn a, um, Brutus! a Thrasher or a Brutus yeah. in somebody else's area. And then you save them up and you go, D -d 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 -d, and you put three of them on and you just yeah. say like, bah, 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 because, and, and, and then like, I'll run it once. When, I, when, I, when you play Tetris 99, you kind of do the same thing where you'll, you'll, um, you'll let your tower build up and then clear it really quickly yeah. to throw a bunch of bricks onto somebody else's section. Wow. This they should do three different scales. Idea. They should do like a, a, a small scale with like the four people. Yep. They should do a medium scale with like, Anywhere between like 15 and 20 people. Yeah. And then they should do a mass scale <gasps> of just like 80 to 100 people. And like you said, the merging idea and like the the incentivizing the kills with the drops. And hey, we should work at Treyarch. That's oh, what us three man. should be doing. John's always the idea guy. I've been the idea man for a God while now. Treyarch it. really needs to start getting me on their payroll. Like, Treyarch, I will Shit. work retainer if I've you want. I'm this. happy to be amazing. I swear I've heard bits and pieces, but I feel like it all just came together for the first time in my head right now. Fuck, all I'm that. asking is for a corner office with a window, and I'd be happy to work for you, Treyarch. I don't even need a salary. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just be there and do my own thing in the corner. I'll, I'll join you guys for lunch. Door, Give me then, a corner. Uh, Remaster Die Rise, you cowards. It's just a poster on the door. They walk by, just like, I don't know why we have it. Uh, speaking, of <laughs> speaking of Remaster Die Rise, um, I may or may not have found a reasonably priced billboard within like two blocks of their studio. 
The dream. Uh, and I and I may or may not have been exploring ideas to crowdfund this billboard. Gotcha. So I definitely want I definitely trying to make this happen. We maybe How long were you thinking of keeping that up there? How long can uh, you keep it up there? How long do they allow you to keep it up there? Um, so the longer you keep the billboard up, the better the price becomes. But I was shooting for like just a month. A month of Die Rise remastered. That everybody at Treyarch sees when they commute to work. Oh boy. I guarantee you they've already started working on that though. I feel like it is going to get remastered. Here's my concern. I think they already have it done and are making it a pre-order bonus. So my concern right now is that like Black Ops 4 will get announced in like a month and then you'll see like Die Rise as a pre-order bonus. And I'm like, great. Well, there goes all these memes I was going to make. <laughs> That's hilarious. Maybe. You think they'd make a bundle for all the Victus maps for, uh, I for bonus so. content? Yeah. Oh, I feel like ah. it's going like to be the alleged Zombie Chronicles too. Yeah. That's sucky to just... First, it was classified uh, at launch behind the closed door. And then they're going to do it with the Victus maps. I'd be like... Oof. Well, they've they've done it. They've done it a bunch in the past. I mean, you they have, have but wasn't it like a, it was like a five dollar like buy the giant buy Nuketown on the side. But now it's like this whole wasn't well, it like you had to get the whole Black Ops pass, the entire thing. Back in Black Ops, you couldn't you couldn't play the other maps, uh, the world, the world at war ones uh, for the longest time. Yeah, unless you bought the hardened edition and then and the hardened edition was only available before the game launched. So if you wanted to play those maps, you had oh, no way to get luck. them. And it wasn't until Moon that it was even possible. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah. I wasn't really prevalent around like in early, early Black Ops yeah, 1, but fine. I didn't even yeah. know that. <laughs> it's been around it for 12 me. freaking years, 2008, November. For the longest wow. time, like I wanted to be the able game. to play like Deriz and Shinonuma and Varukt and Noct, and I couldn't because I didn't have... Um, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't buy the hardened edition. I didn't even know what the hardened edition was when I bought the game. Yep. Wow. And then the... Yeah, I didn't even know Mule Kick uh, yep. got added into the previous maps. See, I joined Black Ops 1 pretty late, um, but that was my first game, and Mule Kick was always a thing on all of the maps, and I was like, oh, this is just Mule Kick, but I didn't, and then somebody told me, like, you know, Mule Kick wasn't, like, originally on a lot of these maps. It just got added after Moon came out. I was like, what? <laughs> like, my whole world just got flipped on its yeah. head. I was like, yeah. Oh no! Not, what the fuck? Not only did they not just add it after the fact, they didn't even like say anything. They just dropped it one day, and they hot yeah. fixed it too. It was a hot patch. Yeah. So it wasn't even yeah, like a so big update you, or anything. It's not like they redesigned the maps. If if anything, um, it's a weird like bodge where if you play offline, they're, that's why they're not there. Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. a game changer. I mean, Mule Kick is like whatever, but imagine like a different perk. Imagine something like, I don't know, like Speed Cola or something like that that was locked behind that, and then you hop in an offline game, and that's the way it is. Like, it's like, whoop, whoop. wow. Yeah. Yeah. I also yeah, think I all think... Megas and uh, all Mega Gobblegums and all Gobblegums should be available offline. I'm still very in elixirs. If You should be able to play <laughs> at home with your brother and sister, split screen, and have all the crazy bullshit available to you. I mean, how is that going to prevent you from wanting to play online? You're not earning. You're not leveling up. You're not getting the online experience. You're still going to want to get those gobble gums if they let you. It's like giving you the hit. They're the drug dealer. Oh, you like that in an offline mode? Well, when you go online, you can earn it all. I, I, I don't understand why they got to be like that. I hate how they lock those features behind. Like in multiplayer, if you go offline in multiplayer, everything's available to you. But zombies? We can't do that. Minor gripe. Breed just had to throw it there. Sorry. The only one that, like, in Black Ops 1 would just 
go on Nuketown and just or any map and just play against bots and just do that all oh, day. Oh yeah. Every day. Oh yeah. That's all I used to do. It's just against bots like on recruit mode and I would just go around thinking I was like the shit. I'd like be hitting tomahawk kills and I'd be like Fuck yeah, and I, I remember like, oh yeah, I'm facing bots. This isn't actually that impressive at all. But I was like back, ten. Yeah, so. but when you get five hundred <laughs> kills, when I was trash at multiplayer, like that was when I was getting my chopper gunners. Yep. Oh. Yep. Oh my god, firing meanwhile, range, Nuketown, Summit. Those were my maps. Meanwhile, I'd enter actual multiplayer, and I'd be like, yeah, got my UAV. First one. <laughs> That's how I've got. I've got. It's just it's gone too fast for me. Like I remember. Modern Warfare, I was Modern Warfare Two. I was decent at multiplayer. World at War, I was just learning it. Modern Warfare Three, I was getting really good with it. Like I was getting nukes. I was getting in there with those high kill games, hundred plus kill games. And then somewhere along Black Ops Three is when everything and EXO. It's when the advanced movement got introduced. I just I can't play multiplayer anymore. I'm just absolute garbage. And it just it's so far the competitive scene is just so far past. It's like. Mm -hmm. I remember when I went to Treyarch and we were playing against the employees. I was kicking Treyarch employee asses. I'm like, I'm a nope. I'm not a multiplayer guy. We were playing the multiplayer DLC maps. And I was rocking the Shiva, and I, I went like 35 and six. I was like, what is this? What's happening right now? Is that what they do? They invited you guys all out there for a for a little uh, multiplayer thing, that and they were just was... like, you wanna you wanna you wanna one v one me, bro. That Reed, you want a one v one me? When we went out for the Omaze event, so we paid for that. Um, and Mark Lamnia was playing with us with all the other devs, and they were eating like everybody was giving cookies and sodas while we were all <laughs> playing so a land cool. party. And then we're all like, we're kind of zombie guys, and they're like, you're all you're all like zombies, and we're like, yeah. And they're like, this is still when multiplayer is dominant. So like, oh really? And and they're like, well, I guess we could let you play a little more zombies. We're like, yeah, we'd like that. And then we loaded up DE, and everyone was just like. Oh, and the devs were like, yeah, that's what we're looking for. As we're all gushing about the map. And we started doing Easter egg steps. And you could see them being like, hey. <laughs> that was probably the moment. That was probably the moment they learned to uh, shut off. off Easter eggs. Yep. As we started doing things, I'm like, oh, this. And I keep saying, I, was, I remember I just kept talking and talking, saying all this stuff. And you could see some of the devs just sitting there nodding. And they're like, yeah, no, no, no. And then after the fact, they're like, this is ridiculous. What the fuck is wrong with these guys? <laughs> I think Black Ops 3 multiplayer was underrated. I actually really, as far as advanced movement goes, BO3 multiplayer, I think is underrated. Okay. Because there's wall jumping and movement, but it's not like exo zombies where you can launch your, or ex, yeah. not exo zombies. It's not like where you can launch yourself like 50 feet up in the air and just shoot everyone beneath you. I think BO3 was not by any means like a top five. I loved it like on that, launch, but, but as oh. like the crypto keys and the, the mystery box, the pay to win oh, yeah, shit are... started coming. That's what completely lost me as things kept getting updated throughout the season. Initially, I loved BO3's multiplayer. It was a lot of fun. So I agree I'll die with you. on the hill though that the the advanced movement of exos was what just like hit the spot for me on PC. I had yeah. the I had the exosuit linked up to my mouse, um, and I was out there sniping. Never been a sniper until I played Advanced Warfare on PC and it just clicked. Something about it just like worked in my brain and I loved it. Um, and then Black Ops 3 came around and I I, th I think it was kind of like you said, it was too fast. Like I felt like I would, I would get in these gunfights and I would just die. I felt like I never stood a chance. And then it was the same thing over in IW. And it was just like, ugh. Mm -hmm. I just, I was never a big fan of that movement style. Mm -hmm. The Black Market in BO3, do you remember how bad that actually was in the moment in time. Thousand percent. That was that was 
huge. Like, I don't think people remember. Like a lot of people don't remember how it was worse than anything Black Ops Four or like I think they did revise it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it first launched the black market in Bo Three, wow. It was bad. I still a lot of pay-to-win weapons. At, at any time we went to an event, the very few times I've gone to an event, but I got to talk to devs, I've never given them the pass on that because I still think it's one of the worst things in the world. And they, they, you know, they kind of shrug it off, but it's just like, it's insane. It's insane. I mean, yeah. I, when you buy the game for $60 and they're like, all you have to do is play for five to a thousand hours, 500 to a thousand hours. And then you can unlock most of the things probably depending on the, the system. And that's before you got your your bribes or your your first you know force a buy or something like that. The the availability of duplicates and stuff like I don't want to go down the whole rabbit hole, but hundred percent like it was. <laughs> yeah. It's oh, yeah. mind numbing to me how bad that system was. Yeah, they they really took advantage of people with uh with gambling problems, addiction problems too. When you really get down to the core of it, because. Yeah. You just keep going and going and going. I don't know what the odds were of you picking up a gun out of those uh, out of those uh, supply drops, but they were really exceptionally low. And they'd have the streams, like Noah would have a stream or some big YouTuber. They'd spend hundreds of dollars and not even get all the guns. They would get maybe yeah. two of the new DLC weapons. Insane. Just just charge them like five bucks per gun if they yeah. want. How about that? Yeah. Just straight up like you'll be making five bucks per gun and like you won't look like a piece of shit <laughs> like as a company. That is an argument I believe John has made and many other people who, uh, you know, don't really care about microtransactions as much, but definitely can they see like this is dumb. This is bullshit. Just let me buy the thing, even though mm-hmm. there's going to be a crowd of people that's like, I don't want to pay five extra dollars. Some people are going to be like, yeah, just give me fine. Almost like Resident Evil 2, they have a thing where you don't want to unlock everything, pay $5 and we'll unlock everything for you. And just like, okay, it's low enough where it doesn't really feel scummy. It's like, yeah, you know what? Mm-hmm. I don't want to S plus everything. Screw it. I'm just going to get all the fun stuff and just enjoy having fun with the game on basically God mode. Where COD, it's like, <laughs> you want that gun, don't you? <laughs> well, if you keep putting money in, you might get it. I really like uh, I really, really liked the gobblegum system. Uh, microtransactions are inevitable, and if they're gonna be inevitable, if they're gonna be in the game, I want Dr. Monty's factory again. I want gobblegum again. I want Divinium again. It's Screw like the one to one ratio was perfect. Agreed. It was and, beautiful. Like, the, the plasmid, I I I'd finish a game, get 30 plasmid, and I don't even know if that's enough for like like I don't like it doesn't easily translate to I got one liquid divinium that's one gobblegum maybe two if I'm lucky and I get like a power you know yep mm-hmm. 100% and I like the ability mm-hmm. to earn specific gobblegums even though it was time based I would love even objectives or challenges to unlock like instead of getting a dumbass calling card give me 30 perkaholics for completing uh prestige master I mean that shit that you know it feels like a reward Calling mm-hmm. cards do nothing for me. I know if there are a, a select amount of people that do like it, but there's ways you can inspire with level ups that you can push more of these and just make it more frequent. Just allow people to earn these things. Newton's Cookbook's a great way to be like, all right, I'll trade all these useless gobblegums I don't have for the one I really do want, depending on the day of the week. That was needed inside mm-hmm. BO4 for the elixirs and the talismans. And it was even like leaked that was going to happen, but either that got pulled or uh, it was never a thing, and it was just a fan-made nonsense. I don't know the case on that, but 
man, did it suffer from not having a Newton's cookbook. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just over. It was like blow. Why would you like complicate it to like, instead of just a one-to-one ratio, why would you make it like 75, whatever it was, plasm, plasma. And then to, to like, it doesn't even, it's just overcomplicated. My My issue is that it's, it's overtly scummy that they made it overcomplicated Mm -hmm. because the thought process in making it overcomplicated is that if people can't inherently understand what the conversions are, Mm-hmm. then it's mm-hmm. harder for them to know exactly how much they're spending mm-hmm. that's so it's also actually, true it's, it's 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 actually it's really predatory mm-hmm. and that's my biggest issue with it where gobble gums it was very clear as day and because they went from a clear as day system to one that wasn't to me makes me feel like they made an explicit decision to go through something a bit more predatory yes and that is the yeah. practice that's the industry how many talks do we have to get listen to from game developers explaining yeah. exactly that model like i bet that you there was a converse i bet you there was a conversation between an activision executive and a Treyarch executive that said you know you did a nice thing with this liquid divinium the gobble gum sold great but you know how we can increase revenue by 30 percent if we suddenly change the scales it's it's the same reason why every mobile game has their own currency and yep. the numbers are kind of weird there's probably gonna that be sucks. laws it, it, that come out against this because it's so predatory Mm-hmm. It really sucks how you question, you, like you Treyarch does something, and you're like, why do they do that? And then you start thinking on like just uh, like fi- like financially wise and like business wise. You start if you think about it like that way, you start to realize, oh, that's why they did this to increase profits. Why did they make this overly complicated, drawn out system that doesn't make any sense when Liquid Divinium perfectly worked? Because they tried to make more money. It's just it's awful when you start part, thinking about it. Like it that. backfired. Mm-hmm. I did. Yeah. It was so complicated. They didn't get any sale anywhere close to the number of sales that they got on Liquid Divinium. I nah, I mean, I mean, we had people doing Liquid. Remember back in the day, yeah. Liquid Divinium streams. Yeah. And like there'd be entire like one thousand Liquid Divinium Openings. opening videos that yeah. Noah would make. Yes. Which is exactly what you want if you're Treyarch. Not. And it, it was it was so it, it, it's perfect day. marketing too because it, it's so clear as day. Where if I do like a. 100,000 ebullium opening. I don't know what that gets me. Yeah, who the, exactly. Okay. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. Divinium was get... great. That was the one uh mm-hmm. microtransaction. I think it's I think it's the most ideal one. Anyways, it's the one I've spent the most on on any game I've played. Oh yeah. Another good point, you can play 40 rounds and only get 30 or 40 plasma, right? You're not even getting like a full 3 spin. You play 20 rounds, 15 rounds and you can get 3 3 gobble gums. You can get three mm-hmm. liquid diviniums. And and I believe they removed the cap too, which was also annoying as shit during BO3 when you could only get like a max of three per game. But eventually they Oh, that was that awful. Yeah. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Should we get to topic time? Yeah, let's do topic time. All right. Uh, Joe E. Mr. Burger says, good day, gents. Hope you're having a fantastic day. Same to you as well, Mr. Burger. Uh, Magna Collider says, my question is for Tim. Uh, what's been your favorite custom map that you've played so far in the workshop? And uh, what's your favorite last man standing map that you've done so far? Okay. Uh, my favorite custom zombies map. Boy, I'd give you, I'll give you a couple honorable mentions. Leviathan is up there. Mm-hmm. Town Reimagined is up there. Uh, there's so many of them. I th- Atonement is a great one by Mad Gaz. Mm-hmm. I think my favorite is probably Wanted. That is, it's a lot like Buried. It's it's mm-hmm. uh, like an American, I don't know if it's American. It's in a Western town, a lot like Buried. There's multiple boss fights. It's 
it, I think Wanted is my favorite. It, it's absolutely amazing. And my favorite Last Man Standing map, um, gosh, mm. I, I think I like uh, the first one of season two the most, but my favorite in terms of just memories, God, I mean, you got to think like uh, there was episode one where we didn't really know what we were doing. And I died through the glass without the zombies even getting to me. There was there was episode two, the shotguns, where Lex won with dual wields. There was episode three with the snipers. Um, I think I like the snipers. Turbo died in the first fucking ten seconds. Um, Just like our Zet game. Can't wait to see that trash go up on my yeah. part. Yeah. Oh, Con that's Conjora. Shout out my boy Conjora. Yeah, this is an absolutely stunning map. Wanted. Yeah, it's phenomenal. I, I just got it up on stream. That looked amazing. The wanted map. Mm -hmm. Wow. It's got it's got back to the future references. Like the Easter egg is free. It's uh, it's, you have to like, uh, take the DeLorean out of the map and drive it back to safety, and that's the escape of the map. That's the end game. And then there's uh, there's Doc Brown, and then there's like a whole separate boss fight. It's crazy. Um, but anyways, my favorite Last Man Standing map probably the first episode of season two. Uh, but in terms of memories, I think. I like. I think I like the launchers map honestly quite a bit. The one with the, the one with the just it was like a regular sort of planes environment. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, just I had so many good memories, both practicing and playing with yeah, you know the actual game. I love that one. Holy shit! This really one like map that. is crazy. Oh my god! I can't you, believe uh, the if looks you haven't of, played it. Yeah, this is insane. It's like I think it's a top five of all time, like objectively. Wow. I don't know if it's close. I might have to play through that this week before my I say goodbye to my zombies. Combination of buried for obviously. Uh, there's a lot of five elements. There's werewolves from Dead, Dead of the Night. Um, it's actually there's a lot of Dead of the Night stuff in there. World War Two, the mm, symbol turning me off, Tim. Yeah. De don't worry, it's not like Black Ops Four. It's just it has some yeah, Dead yeah, of I the Knife. No, don't, no vampires. All right. That's that's the good thing, uh, but this map has just everything you'd probably want in a custom map. Oh my god! Oh my god! I see what they did with the Doc Brown. You gotta kill him. Yeah, you gotta kill him. That's hilarious! It's the Pentagon and tech. Thief. You, yeah, you you take the DeLorean and oh, you uh, skirt out of there. That's the that's game over. Gun? This shit is crazy. I think there's an Alistair's Foley. I think. Oh my god, I like what they did with the shield. Oh, the perks have little badge stars. This shit is amazing. I've never heard of this. Give it a play. Yeah. I have one so video fun. on my channel of this map. Holy Give it a play. Cow. I like the health bar on Leroy. Oh, that's There's right. A There's a bow? spoiler alert. There's a there's a Leroy boss fight. Arthur, whatever the hell fuck you want to call him. Oh, really? There's a there's a Arthur boss fight. And that yeah, I'm watching. There's, three, there's right like now. three. There's like three boss fights. One of them is like sort of a boss fight, but not really. But then there's the Leroy one, and there's uh, you have to kill Doc Brown. Oh my God! There's like time traveling and. Wow. Arthur Leroy. Oh look at him! No Thunder Gun ain't doing shit. Oh, the dogs attacking you too? What is this? It's a spirit from spirit dog, spirit wolf from uh, DE. DE. Mm -hmm. The very same. And then the, there's a lot of uh, soul boxes and cool stuff like these giant like 
I don't even know, like these giant statues, like you can see in the gameplay. It's nuts. It's got World War II, man, for HUD, though. I mean, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. The, the waves, the way it transitions, and even the thumbnail. But, but it also has a little bit of the buried HUD in it. Like, I think I think the font for the weapons yeah. is the same. Or for the ammo. Wow. Yeah, this like, is definitely one of the best ones. I like Conway Imagine, too. This There's... one, like, I feel like this map has all the bells and whistles in terms of aesthetic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Really well thought Damn. out. Damn. Especially, like, the round counter is of that, like, same style. I can't remember who made this map. It's either Zeroy or Killjoy. Probably not Killjoy. I think it's Zeroy. I I could be wrong. I could be, but uh, why didn't they put the link in the description of the video? It's the um. I got the link right here. It Thank is Zeroy. 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 Yeah. Atonement's another great map by Madgaz. That's another like probably top five. I would say. Uh, Leviathan is obviously like probably yeah. a top five. Leviathan. Would um man there's a lot it's it's crazy how much time and effort goes into some custom maps it's unbelievable some of them are better than treyarch maps to be quite honest i'd much rather play wanted than half of treyarch's maps oh oh wow that's shot fired that's gonna go to some heads not half not half okay i would say like a select few tim tim this is not how you get invited to events you gotta say only nice things (laughs) i'm sorry i'm sorry no that's not how that works I know, no, I know. Right. That's the joke. I know you're joking, but also for all the people that aren't going to take that as a joke, the amount of YouTubers that can be like, bleep it, bleep it, bleep this game. And then it's like, here's here's a ticket out to Treyarch Studios. There's no system. There's no rhyme or reason. It's a, yeah. it's a Wild Wild West out there. Just pray, I suppose. I, God, all right, next question. Uh, Ultimate New 23 says, uh, Tim, have you been sued yet for burst eardrums when people watch your videos? Not yet, um, but they- that's coming soon. That's coming soon. I will have a video out on that. Me in court getting sued for... I probably... I want to I want to take like a, an estimation of how many eardrums I have just destroyed over the years. It's got to be somewhere in... Definitely hundreds. Definitely thousands. He also says he's a big fan of your uh, map analysis and says, keep up the good work. Oh, hey, thank you. That series is done because I didn't want to go past Treyarch because I'm closed minded and don't want to put in time and effort to mm-hmm. explore other maps. But um, hey, maybe one day I am giving some IW maps uh, a playthrough recently. I've, I think Spaceland's actually phenomenal. I think Rave is a really good map. I hated Beast from Beyond. I hated that one, mm-hmm. but um, I, I like some IW maps and you know what? Maybe one day if I open my mind up a little more, I might make some uh, analysis videos on non Treyarch zombies. If you like also, Shadow Shuffle, World we're War not II. friends anymore. Reed, can you do me a favor? I don't know, John. Let's hear what the favor is. I'm about is. to explode and have to go to the bathroom. Can you do the next topic time question? Yeah, sure. I can do that. <laughs> yeah, we're at Caboose 501st. Caboose 501st, a mix of Rooster Teeth and the Elite 501st Soldiers of Star Wars. I got to get it up on my phone. So this long monologue might end up taking the entire time it takes Johnny to go to the bathroom. And Johnny J25. In the bathroom. My God, what a guy! We were oh, like... Das Herrenhaus is another good custom map. Yeah, um, I totally. I haven't like, played that, that like one original, actually. Though. That was like on launch. Mad Gaz got that shit out, and it was terrific. Yeah, that was a good one. Caboose Fire Force. What is in? What is a? It should be an. What is an experience you want to have again for the first time? Of a zombies <sighs> map not being at Activision. What the what? What is the what is an experience you want to have again for the first time? An experience to relive. 
Yeah, of a zombies map not being an Activision. I don't understand the tagging on not being an Activision without like Activision ruining it. What does that mean? I don't know. If I had to relive a map for the first time. Yeah. What experience would you want to have again for the first time in zombies? Probably Kino, because Kino was my first map. And if I could relive my first time playing zombies with how terrified I was, I was again like 11 or 10 years old. Wow. I mean, I had this I had this big TV in the living room and it was dark. We turned off the lights every time we played zombies and only zombies just to get like the full experience, the full scope of zombies. And I was playing Kino with my brother and he like it was terrifying, absolutely terrifying because I'd never played anything like that. The only other games I had played was like Club Penguin, uh, Webkins, you name it, all the stupid mm -hmm. child games. And then I hop on a Kino to Toten for the first time and you can imagine. Oh. Uh, <laughs> needed, a, needed an underpair, an underwear change. That's yeah, after went that from one. went from Club Penguin to Kino. Yeah, it was on that moment. <laughs> Fun turn. Tim had to grow up quickly. No, no but that Kino man, that's got to be my. Uh, if I had to relive an experience, I think that's a safe bet. That's one of the better ones. Yeah, I would say Moon. Not because that Moon is like an amazing map, but just like the experience of like, you know, like zombies in space. You've also got mm -hmm. No Man's Land. So you, you start off in No Man's Land and you're like, what the fuck's going on? Like, I, I yeah. think there's enough going on with Moon off the bat to make a really interesting first game experience. I'm still doing Yeah, I'm a little bitch. I'm too nostalgic for it, man. I can't to relive to Reese would just be. I mean, it's almost tempting to be to me to have the idea of like what if i could get, had amnesia and somebody reintroduced zombies to me today if i forgot everything about zombies and somebody just gave me Doris, i wonder if i'd like it or not if i just forgot everything with zombies i think i'd i'd end up liking it again i'd be like did you, did you hear these radios and people like reach oh god you're so the same person <laughs> oh god shangri-la is another interesting one because not not for necessarily because of the gameplay but just like what like that shangri-la was such a huge ch shift from what we had previously experienced in zombies with yeah. just gray bland atmospheres all of a sudden you're in the like people say it's on mars for god's sake it's not on mars uh in the himalayas just being in this wide open just beautiful lush jungle it was such a instant change and yeah. the brock and gary storyline is definitely one of the more fascinating ones to to just i agree it, it was so different was everything was so different well. it was a cool story it had a beginning middle end and you could just enjoy the map and you had a full story even though there was a bigger story going on it was really cool. It was difficult. It was challenging. Okay, so was. you'd oftentimes be restarting. So you had more and more to just gain because of how difficult it was. So you found yourself trying to get better and better at it mm -hmm. or just quitting like a lot of people did, actually. Yeah. Tate it's appreciated more. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. How much? How bad I my first, hate it compared to where it is? I think today. my first zombies video on YouTube is like my first playthrough of Shangri-La first reaction. I feel like that's a common oh. thing for some reason. I feel like like around Ascension, Shangri-La, Moon. I feel like that's a, a, a like a time where a lot of people hopped in, and then Bo2 is where people became zombies YouTubers. Yeah, yeah. All right, next one. Uh, Captain Murphy says, "Reed and John, what's your next big adventure after Zombros ends? Shame to see it happen, but all good things must come to an end at some point." Sure do. Um. Well, you had you had good news this week. Yeah, oh, I forgot to share that with anybody live. I was actually accepted into an MBA program. So this fall, I will be starting an MBA in cybersecurity. So that's the big next step for me. 
Um, as you guys can see, what I'm also doing in the background, so not completely stepping away from at least the community in some respect, is uh, the poster company me and John are doing and with Tim right now. And you'll see a, potentially another creator pop out there. But over the next four quarters, you should definitely see more of our uh, products and posters sneaking out there. So that's there. And then what's in the post-Zombros world? Um, I don't know. I might play around with some kind of content because I do enjoy creation, but I also want a sabbatical at the very least. I've gotten a lot of messages, a lot of great messages from people, a little kind messages from people wanting me to leave the zombie videos up. Uh, I should address that as well. Um, I removed like uh, 1,500 videos, I believe, from my channel. So you, they're unlisted or privated, so I still have them if I want them. But they were just about everything under 10,000 views. So it's basically all the videos you didn't watch I took down and uh, a few that you did. There's still 1,100 videos up. I think Zombros, I'm going to unlist it, all 200 episodes of Zombros. So the playlist, just go to my channel. It'll be unlisted. You can watch it whenever you want. But they just won't be public when you click on my channel and find it all. Uh, that's basically where I'm at right now. I don't think I'm going to end up privating the other 1,100 videos on the channel. So for those of you that really wanted to have your little bit of history, you get to keep that. And I'm sorry to bore John and Tim with all this, but I figure there's some viewers. No, no, there. you're good. Uh, yeah, I, I believe that's that. And I still will have videos. My Patreon's changing. I made an announcement about that. It'll be a video to video thing. So I'll maybe release four or five videos a year. And if, if I, that's my plan, I don't know if I'll even do that much because an NBA program is intensive. So I'm going to be doing all that. Mm -hmm. Whatever makes you creatively fulfilled, Reed, that's what you got to do. And also, Reed will be making an appearance in my big video yeah. coming up on Zetsubo. Yeah. And John, we got to get that Diarize game out. We got to yeah. pick a day. We gotta, We've we got to pick to get that. No rush yeah. at all. I still got a lot of recordings to do, but we uh, we're about like halfway through. I so. embarrassed myself on Zet, though. We will nail a date after this show. Um, Reed, do. don't feel embarrassed. I People, do. I've done worse. I had a lot of performances throughout this recording session. By the way, for people who have no idea what we're talking about, I have an upcoming video mm -hmm. where we're uh, doing like a part two of the 30 YouTubers, 30 uh, maps thing. Put on such a we're going to go through all the maps, all the Treyarch maps um, from Noct all the way up to Tog. Uh, one YouTuber per map. Instead of doing a starting room challenge this time, we are doing a friendly 1v1. First one to die loses. That's what we are talking about. Mm -hmm. And uh, Reed and I did Zetsubo and John and I are going to do die rise and i am i got like 17 18 recordings out of 30 so whenever those get done is when i'll edit and post it so i'm guessing within the month for sure but it'll be a couple of weeks mm -hmm. we'll get that diary we'll get got it can go. of course we'll no one ever scoop. takes it which is the funny part john's always like got any die rice like of course i got your fucking die rice see you he wanted it last time but we had a problem with black ops 2 so we ended up doing the giant instead just oh, to make things easier sure. for recording but yeah, uh, are we gonna have that problem again? I don't. I don't think. What, so. I don't. Think I remember so. there being a problem. But I don't remember what the problem was. It was like a. I think it was like a NAT type thing, maybe. Mm. Uh, I've I've done some Black Ops two recordings, and I've had no problems so far. So, All right, we'll it. just pray. Fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah, Worst custom. case scenario, we hop on uh, Custom Zombies, do the Die Rise remaster rooftop. Ooh, that'd be cool. <laughs> nah, I don't know, but uh. We should be good. We should be good. Mm -hmm. As for my big adventures, I'm not going anywhere. I'll still be I'll yeah. be still doing the zombies. Yeah. Um, John's doing so great. I'll still be around. He's stealing my editor. He's already told me his plans to poach uh, Chroma. I'm giving you the warning. Live, Chroma. He's coming for you. Yeah, Chroma. I'll probably, I'll probably be messaging you soon-ish. Mm -hmm. um, what do you think whenever. they're revealing, BO5? 
they are late as late can be, man. So I don't um, know. But the pandemic surely is responsible for that. I, I oh, absolutely. I think uh, my guess is end of June. I would hope. I mean, we're running out of time here. Is the game coming out at Christmas then? Or are they that still be such a bad thing? Normal launch. Yeah. There'd be no more Christmas noobs. It'd just be everybody noobs. Yeah. Just, just I just dream for world where there are no Christmas noobs, <laughs> just noobs. Just right, next, noobs. Next question yeah. uh, comes from uh, Orange Man. From he says, "Hey Tim, big fan of your videos ever since Infinite Warfare Zombies. When the algorithm let me discover you, I told myself back then this YouTuber has potential, and I'd love to see him realize it." So that was from back in IW. That was 2017. I'm trying to do math in my head. Around 2017, I must have had like couldn't have been more than like 30 sub, 30k subs. Mm-hmm. So, they knew. wow, yeah, that's awesome. That was a while ago, and while. I'm so happy to hear that. I really appreciate that. And uh, well, here we are. Shit, 720k subs. I kind of. I don't, you know what I hate? I hate people that are too humble, overly humble, because then you just seem like you're a jackass <laughs> and you don't want to be like too pretentious either. Yeah. I like to find a middle ground. Um, I'm, I'm astonished that I've gotten this far and I'm super grateful. And I will just say it. I did not think I would get to where I am this quickly. I was always confident I could get this far, but I would, I would figure it would have taken years and years more. But I am just, I am honored to be where I am and surrounded by the people I am surrounded by, both like YouTubers and just community. So I appreciate that. That I love to see the the the, the really OOGs uh, pop out and say stuff like that. That's crazy. It is the next leader of the zombies community. You're right in it. So many guys left, and Tim, you're there. You're a pillar of the zombies community now, whether you want it or we not. We will see how Black Ops Five unfolds. Yeah, don't read the Reddit and... too often. I'm sure they'll swing every day on you. Tim's the glorious leader defending us, uh, and then the next day, did you hear he had a different opinion? Can't yeah, wait. I've seen I've seen oh, Reddit posts. Uh, Reddit's a little toxic. When I say a little toxic, I mean very toxic. Not not about me in particular. Yeah. I've seen like good and bad yeah. about me. I don't really go on Reddit though because it's just all like it's like Twitter but worse. Yeah, in my opinion. Yeah, <laughs> Twitter's already bad enough. Yeah, right. you gotta really you gotta really like moderate Reddit big like, time. You gotta and Twitter yeah. now. I can't go on Twitter for more than five minutes oh, per day I, anymore. I don't touch it. I don't touch Twitter and Reddit. I've, I've curated the community so far that I like, I finally understand the experience. Maybe most people have in the call of duty zombies experience which really helped me get hands off. It's like, I saw people going crazy and arguing about, um, Oh God, like Rick and Morty, um, Harley Quinn show, uh, game God. of Thrones, uh, all these subreddits. Like I really like this stuff, but I'm also not like not nutto about the stuff and seeing them like getting butt hurt over like, some of the most intricate stuff i'm like oh that used to be me no i get that now yeah no this is dumb from the outside looking this is really like really this is what you're spending your time arguing about oh this is so refreshing to be on the outside looking in it's just a waste of time and energy the futility of arguing with people on twitter like what are you you're not gonna like the problem is you're never gonna change anyone's mind in fact you're probably just sinking them further into their previous beliefs. So Agreed. arguing with anybody, especially on Twitter mm-hmm. or Reddit, 
it's just like a, a waste of time. And that's why whenever I see some dumb shit on Twitter that I totally disagree with, I don't, I don't reply anymore. I used to reply and I'm like, I'm just wasting time and energy. I don't, I don't care at all. So I'll just close out Twitter every time I see something that annoys me. I feel that. And even, okay, takes, so this is where minutes. I've been super, I'm, we don't have to talk long about this. I just want to express a little bit about this, but with the um, Black Lives Movement matter and the Blackout Tuesday and everything, like I, I feel like I'm caught in this area of like, I don't know what the fuck to do. And like social media, it feels like it's self-serving. There's a bit of it, like even like EE for C and stuff. It's like, it, it still can serve as exposure for the creators. And this, I feel so strongly about this movement. It's like, I don't, I don't want to take the spotlight off. Who needs another white guy to be like, yes, I'm going to get those social points on media showing you what a righteous individual I am. But you want to be an advocate, mm. a proper advocate, not this woke bullshit that's out there all the time. So I, I'm just like, I, I don't want to get coronavirus. I don't want to go out and, you know, potentially get hurt in protest. My immune system sucks dick. So it's like, I, I don't want to put myself at that risk, but I also don't want to be a little bitch and not help out civil rights and human rights. And, and like, just to be like, I'm going to black out on Instagram. It's like, what the fuck is that doing? That's so like... <laughs> it's weak sauce bro all my friends it's on weak. instagram everybody on instagram was posting these fucking yeah like offer a genuine solution a systematic solution at its core Vote. like what i did on twitter was offer i offered like instead of just fucking virtue signaling and being like that's hey, what i was looking for uh, that's what it feels like a lot of it to me which is like when i see yeah. activision blizzard being like we stand with black lives matter it's like oh yeah but hong kong six months ago you fucking you're, this is bullshit. <laughs> this is just PR. Yeah. Offer offer genuine solutions to things and try to give, you know, an actual, give actual, like, like constructive, like, help. Help actually solve it at its core instead yeah. of just shouting into the sky yeah. a bunch of bullshit. Offer, yeah. like, a solution. I know one person it can't make, like, an entire world change necessarily. Right. Uh, but just everybody, just, like... I don't know. I'm just a believer in like actually offering helpful things instead of just uh, racism is bad. Well, no shit, racism is bad. Yeah. But let's like solve right. it at its core. You know, you oh. going on Twitter saying fuck racists. You're not solving anything. Nope. In fact, you're just it's just into the void. And no shit, racism is bad. Let's offer. Let's let's fix it. Let's solve it at its core. Yeah. And it's like the problems yeah. here, the systematic problem. But you're down here being like, yeah, this is bad. No, no, no. We don't get to the bad part without all these other things before that lead there. That's how you, you fix it. And then that's how you got to push through all that stuff. But obviously, you know, I also don't want to play it as a bunch of white guys on a podcast here telling you how to fix this stuff. That's not it again. It's not. It's not. Yeah, like, what the fuck do we know? There's a video I got to share now. Um, my buddy Jerome, he's Filipino. He sent it to me. He's one of my best friends in the world. And fuck, is it powerful? Is it so good at showing you that experience of being marginalized and the pressure of minorities and racism? It was a workshop and a class this woman makes, and it's like a, a girl literally in taking this workshop. It's a fucking college workshop. They're not even being threatened physically or anything like that, or going through how minorities feel every day. She couldn't handle it and walked out. She was literally, it was a perfect example of a privileged minorities don't have you can't just walk away from this when it gets too hard or it's too hurtful 
Um, so I'm going to go get that up, and then we don't have to keep pushing on this topic. I know it it probably annoys the fuck out of some people, especially to hear a bunch of idiot YouTubers talking about it. But that's where, like, I, I feel this frustration with this woke bullshit online and virtue signaling. It's just it's like, all you see now, too. It's like, I can't even advocate. Like... And I know I'm, I'm not a good advocate either right now. Like, I, I, I donate money. That's all. Like, I want it. Milo's out in the streets protesting. Good for fucking him. But it's just like... I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. No, the virus. The people really actually seem to just totally disregard the virus as if yeah. it just vanished. Like mother. Like I don't want to go out and get fucking up. sick. And it, I don't want to go out and get sick. Yeah. <laughs> um. There's still an advisory to stay home, and you can protest do what you want. But me, I'm gonna try to stay home if I can. That's what I'm gonna do because I'm not trying to get the coronavirus. I got a pregnant girlfriend yeah. also that I can't expose her to the virus. Exactly. I got. I gotta, no, I don't know. People just seem to, oh, the virus doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Good fucking and, God. And it hasn't even kicked in all the viruses from the protests yet. We still have to wait that time out before all that data is going to hit. As the, the numbers were going up still day to day. Where the hell is the link mm -hmm. I sent? Okay, here it is. I'll throw this out there. Um, yeah. To anybody who is going to go on Twitter and tweet a bunch, I'd recommend you watch this video by John Green called A Pretty Bad Way to Start a Conversation. Um, <laughs> throw it out there really good i was trying to tweet this this week but i ended up like deleting this tweet like three times because i'm very worried to say the wrong thing yeah and then and then get the best this is what the I, I had i had a similar experience to you tim where i was on instagram and i see everybody has like a black picture posted and that was when i dm'd you and i was like are you sure you still want to go live with the sale i'm like i don't i don't like i don't want to i don't want to put you in a situation where then you get a bunch of backlash um so I was yeah, like, I, that's why that's why I said that to you. I'm like, I don't want to put you in that situation. Um, but I do recommend you watch this video. A pretty bad way to start a conversation if you are going to try to have these conversations on Twitter, because there's a right way to do it and there's a wrong way to do it. Yeah, my yeah, way to do it is think, think rationally. You know, mm -hmm. I'm not saying I'm like I'm not fucking saying I'm like smarter than everybody. I'm just saying like offering an actual solution to a problem is more productive than just shouting in the sky just something that is so blatantly up it's just like posting a bunch of black squares on instagram thank you you just ended racism uh no you fucking didn't you just look like a you just look like your virtue signaling and just being part of uh a, a, you're just you're just pandering towards i mean you're yeah. just you're not really helping at all yeah i don't know yeah no, i'm not, with you on twitter it... i i offered actual solutions to mm -hmm. try to fix things but Again, <laughs> not yeah. my place. I'm a just. Well, that's it too. Hey. Again, there, there's a fallacy. I believe vegans use this in their arguments as well. Just like, well, it's too ridiculous for everybody to do it, and vegans normally argue against that. There's a fallacy of like, you should still try to be doing the morally right thing, just because it seems impossible that everybody's going to do it isn't a good reason not to act morally, not to do what is morally right, which would be on the side of human rights and treating people with human decency. So it's something that I find very very difficult uh from from our my position i don't want to speak for you guys either but just from youtubers it's like a critical role of somebody that i've I, i've gone back and forth i really really love their content they are they are super sensitive they are way more woke uh, than i think even i am to sensitivities and they did a week of blackout right and they said we're not going to do anything we're canceling all program for the week and i actually got annoyed at that at first i'm just like why don't and like Nickelodeon was blacking out? I was like, why don't you like run for Nickelodeon's case reruns of uh, documentaries about these inequality instead of just doing nothing? 
You're just gonna be like, oh, I'm gonna do nothing yeah. today to show how much I support, just to focus on Black Lives Matter. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, why it's don't like the you opposite educate? Of what you want to do. Why don't you start putting resources? Why don't you show how peaceful protests from Martin Luther King made a difference? How how we do it? How we how we have made systematic change over time, and how we haven't, and what the shortcomings are. Maybe take any public access videos and just run that on Nickelodeon all day instead of doing nothing. We're critical role right now. We have the pandemic. These people are beacons of hope. And then you're going to do nothing when people need you most to be like, I need an outlet. I need an escape. I need someone to yeah, confide in. Exactly. And you're gone. You're leaving me. Why do something with your platform to, to make a difference, to support this. And they have privately. And then the company made a, a statement, right? And I'm angry. Like, why not make a video or, or, you know, really push that out there. But then in the same respect, they're a bunch of white people. Do we really need a bunch <laughs> of white people trying to tell black people how to do their movement? Try like we can be allies, but it's not our role. And I feel like they would have even more white guilt to try and hijack the movement and be like, we're <laughs> going to be warriors for it. It's like, you're right. No, they shouldn't be doing that either. You, it's so tough to find the line. It's like, I want to support you. This is right. But I don't know my place. I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. I, I'm concerned for my own safety, and I and I care so much about my friends, my relatives, just people that are on the side of the movement. And I feel like there's just, just I'm just caught. Like, I want to be on my platform and say something, but then again, it's like, am I just virtue signaling? Like you said, of course it's yeah. no shit. Well, no shit, Reed. <laughs> yeah. Right. See, the problem is with my channel, I'm going to just try to continue doing what I do because a lot of people want to fucking escape the toxicity on the internet and just want to continue living their normal ass lives. So I'm going to continue just posting my own videos and keep everything. I okay. like, I, I would never give a political stance or not that like, Black Lives Matter movement is a political stance. It's not. It's a human rights stance. Right. But I'm just saying anything like that would be. I, I, I just my content is my content, and I'm gonna post it. And yeah, just li continue living your normal ass lives. And um, I don't know. I've given my opinions on Twitter already. People have already seen them. So I, I mean, yeah, that's already. I very, I I very intentionally try to keep my my YouTube, my Twitter apolitical. Yeah. Um. But like I know, I guess so. The the commissioner of Montgomery County, mm -hmm. uh, I think his name was like Jeff Garza or whatever, mm -hmm. total asshat, mm -hmm. put out like this official letter on like the county letterhead, super racist letter, mm -hmm. um, terrible, just awful. Never knew this person existed. The only reason he has a seat is because in like Montgomery, in I'm not gonna say, but um, I guess in my county. Um, the minority party has to at least have one seat. So that's how this guy has any power. Total ass hat. Um, mm -hmm. That was like the one time where I'm like, okay, I, I feel like saying something because this is like somebody on my local level. And I was just mm -hmm. like, fuck this guy. Yeah. Um, but also, yeah, like nobody goes to Johnny J25 for political commentary. Exactly. But I think people, yeah. who, exactly. I think people though, who haven't experienced the share, like MKBHD this week made a fantastic video. I'd recommend people check it out. Mm -hmm. um, he really well done. Um, also, like Toy or not Toy Story, um, Sesame Street of all places this week did a really good uh, little piece with. Uh, saw that. Um, I thought that was great. But like going back to the virtual signaling, I saw like somebody had commented on it. It was like I showed my nine my nine month year old baby this video, even though they can't understand it. And then somebody had like praised them for it. And I'm just like, well, 
it's important to show your kids this video, but if they're nine months old, they're not going to understand it. Now you're really just virtue signaling on Twitter. Exactly. Whatever. Oh my God. You know how many people on Instagram would post or on Twitter would post a black square blackout Tuesday and then delete it the next day because they don't actually care. They just want to virtue signal and show that they care, but they would delete it the next day because yeah, okay. I mean, it's it's in plain sight when you this do it is, like that. This is what's really rubbing me the wrong way. And I'm not, no one specifically, but I know people that own a business and they got in an argument with another individual and they were arguing white privilege doesn't exist but when the blackout tuesday happened they posted that shit that we stand in solidarity that's that's like the level of annoyance i have with that kind of garbage is where they're not even in at all believing in this movement but because it's trendy and popular that's the shit they're doing and it's just like people taking advantage of it it's disgusting mm -hmm. it, it absolutely disgusts me and that, again it's not our place again we're we're zombie youtubers they're not looking for this a drifter might be able to because he did choose to talk about this type of stuff he does choose to talk about these type of topics so if any of you were drifter, looking for uh... any of us to say anything i don't know that for me anyway on my channel in my community that's where I've been at, and that's where I've been stuck in this paralysis. And I'm just trying to do things quietly as best I can to support how I can, uh, as safe as I can. I, I'm, I'm frustrated, and I feel like those people like a Sesame Street like have an obligation. But what obligation do I have towards this? There's a human rights obligation, but like, who the fuck cares what I think, right? Sesame Street's going to make a bigger impact. Critical Role's going to make a bigger impact. Nickelodeon's going to make a bigger impact. <laughs> the nine-month-old, the nine-month-year-old uh, watching that Sesame Street video, I don't know, man. I don't know if they're going to pick up much of that. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. I thought I Not saw at them. all. I'm like, like yeah. somebody had responded and was like, you did the right thing, and I'm like, Yes, but did you do anything important? Yeah. No, sure. you didn't at all. You just I tweeted mean, something so people could, could praise you. I'm, I'm telling it's you, very check out exactly. that video. I'm link I linked it in the description. When you guys got time, it's an hour long. But seriously, watch that seminar that woman runs. It is so good at crossing that barrier of understanding of why, like, the difference between living white and living as a minority in the United States and just historically how that's gone. It, it helped you literally push your you into that spot so many people can't understand because i feel like the argument ends yeah. up coming is like i work hard i don't like being white hasn't given me anything it's like it's it's not that right it's not invalidating your struggles or your feelings but that's a really tough barrier for a lot of people to get through because it feels like an mm -hmm. attack when somebody says black lives matter it's like yo i matter my life matters so i i, I get where the perspective yeah. comes from but it's like all right, I don't. I, I just went on too long. Sorry to bring it up. I yeah. had to get this <laughs> No, it's all I good. I had to. I'm sorry. Yeah. Alejandro, I saw your comment. Um, yes, I used to fall asleep to to John's videos, your theory videos, and your. Um, yes. I sw I promise you, dude. That was the first. I, that's how I made my Twitter. Uh, in the video, you said the best way to reach me is Twitter. I was like, oh shit. I made a Twitter, and I asked some. I asked you some question about George Romero. That's all I remember. I have no idea what the question was. It really, is the best way to reach me. I tell. I tell actual like professional people. I'm like, don't email me. I won't see it. Yeah. Yeah, I never check my. I put my business email on Twitter. I never fucking check it. Mm -hmm. It's like I don't even know why I have it up there anymore. I don't check it. What's the point? Why do I keep it up there? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Twitter is just DM me or at me, and that's I'm way more likely to see it that way. I don't get it. <laughs> All right, last one comes from Cheese Puff. He says, "No question, just wanted to tell t and good luck on being a dad." Yeah. Thank you. What a wholesome way to end this. Well, we, we were talking. To, we we let a little off track yeah. there, and then right back on, right back on. All yeah. Right. Hey, thank you. I really appreciate that. Goose lives matter. Goose lives matter.
I think we can all get it. No, fuck Goose, honestly. Uh, yeah, actually. So when, when I went to a, a college, those things were vile little pieces of shit. There's no, there's no bigger asshole in the animal kingdom than geese. <laughs> yeah, they can, they can get really violent yeah. and territorial. Yeah. My God, there are videos of them just straight up attacking people. Yeah, they shit everywhere, In, in like, groups, too. They're horrible. Yeah. They suck. All right. Yeah. Mr. No, but Drown. Goose lives do matter, but. Yeah. <laughs> they do, but, like, yeah. fuck them. But like, do they? No, I'm just kidding. Well, that's it. That's it. That's it for uh, topic time. Uh, what do we got on the donos? Read. Mr. Drown seventy three donates. It says, "Good afternoon, gentlemen. I hope all is well. Stay safe, stay healthy, and have a good day." Thank you, consistently, Mr. Drown, week to week, uh, supporting Thank us. You. Thank you, Adam West, for becoming a member two months in a row. Vegetable donates a big dono. I noticed earlier, and I want to thank him. Hundred dollar donation from Vegetable. Shocked wow. to hear Zombros is ending. Are ending. I always considered you guys the unsung heroes of the community. I cannot express in words what this podcast has meant to me. I wish you both the best adventures to come, and thank you. Thank you, and thanks to everybody who's watched and cared. Like me and John, we're talking about this earlier today, too. 200 episodes is nuts. That's a lot of time and commitment and weekly. It just, it's something mm -hmm. to be proud of. This is something we are happy we got to be a part of. We got to meet so many people, like Tim, like all the creators we've had on here. It's been a privilege to discuss, even when we've been wrong, even when we've been uh, right, when we've had good predictions. There's still video people that look back at our videos and um, predicting revelations and predicting no campaigns and stuff. We've, we've gotten right and wrong. The times we've been at our worst, the times we've been at our best, it's been an awesome learning experience, and I am absolutely grateful to everybody on the community that has supported us throughout the years, whether it be through the Patreon, through watching, through commenting, or interacting, donating. Zombros has been a great experience overall, and I, I'm very thankful to all of you for supporting the show. And you don't need $100 donations to let me know that. I, I sincerely appreciate that, and it's way too kind. But I just want to, again, express how grateful I am to have spent this time. You give me an excuse to find a best friend in the world with Johnny J over there for weeks and weeks. Oh, you're breaking my heart. Reed. <laughs> we got to uh, really form a friendship there. that wouldn't have been possible without this show. 200. That's that's, that's almost four years of episodes. Unbelievable. And we've been doing more than four. I don't know how long we've been going. Five years, I think. Yeah, five years, because we went to a one-month model, and then we also have bonus episodes. So you, technically, we have nearly another 30 to 50 shows that we did People want me to say Tim Privilege. Tim Privilege. Tim I said Privilege. it. All Does right. it exist? I'll let you decide. Watch some Last Man Standing wins and decide for yourself. Yeah, we got to get um, a Privilege poster going. That's one cool. thing I wanted to say, though, in regards to the end of Zombros, I've... I've been watching Zombos for about a year, ever since I've been kind of in the scene of the zombies community. Man, it's real shit. <laughs> and yeah, man, it, it's been great as a viewer and as somebody who has actually been on the podcast. Oh. And, you know, it, it's been absolutely an honor to be on the podcast because this, this is like, I love It Is What It Is. That's another great zombies podcast. Definitely. But Zombros is, you know... It, it's it like this is this is all talk zombies and it has been for the longest time and it is coming to a close but another uh stance i wanted to, another viewpoint i guess i wanted to give to everybody that's sad about it ending is that i would say like every you know the cliche every good thing must come to an end it, it, it just it couldn't be truer because i know could you imagine sitting through a movie that never ended like yep. you love the movie but it just never fucking ended. It just went on. It went on forever. Yeah. Literally forever. Yeah. No end in sight. That would be torture. Yeah. That is 
literally unfathomable for the human brain to you know wrap its mind around. I mean, I, I'm I'm I guess I'm getting off track, but what I'm what I'm saying is like, Zombros is coming to an end, but man, the videos for the most part are the streams will probably still be there, and mm -hmm. like you know, it, it's it went out with a bang. I would say this is a this is a great way to conclude it, and all good things do come to an end, and. I feel like I'm glad it could be one of the final ones. I feel like I'd be happy to give uh, one anybody can and should if they want to a Zombros podcast and continue the legacy of talking zombies in a podcast. Yeah, just don't, uh, just don't use our name is all we ask. Um, <laughs> but I'd be happy to give the uh, the metaphorical torch to uh, to Turbos. It is what it is podcast because he's been grinding that out for a long time and it definitely deserves a shout out. Mm -hmm. Yes. And, uh, Turbo has an excellent thing going on there as we're well. We're happy to have you on, Tim. And all, we've been really lucky. The past, we've had these amazing guests as we've been wrapping up the show. It's been this really wonderful, basically, farewell tour of sorts, even given these difficult times. And I think it's best mm -hmm. we're going out on a very positive note. I mean, I don't think anybody wants us at episode 215 as Reed and John conclude the show as we get another week of us going like, I don't know what's going on this week. I don't know, Reed. There's nothing to talk about. Are you going to shit on BO4 again? Yeah, I think I am, John. Yeah. I mean, especially since the, the future of zombies is so unclear. Mm -hmm. I think it's also pretty healthy to quit while you're ahead. Not yeah. that you couldn't have success in the future. That's sure. not what I'm implying. No, I'm but I'm I, saying, I like, so. there's a there's sort of a beautiful thing to just, you know, not dragging it out to where, you know, you literally have nothing to talk about ever. You know, because yeah. zombies, who knows what the hell's going to actually happen with zombies. Uh, and the there's always custom time. zombies. Custom zombies will always exist. That's actually yeah. something that will help with replayability and stuff. But and the we'll door's see. not the door's not shut completely. You know, yeah. right? Yeah, we, we might. You know, you know the... if two hundred one happens December first, if we have our zombie battle royale, and me and John go, well, look at what we got here. <laughs> that might be fun. <laughs> man standing. We'll root and we. Uh, I, I just don't. We we need at least the the break, but there's no reason to burn the bridge or close the door completely on it. I think there's yeah. clearly we've made some sort of impact on the community. Clearly, Zombros has made something. I have a very strong disconnect with that, and I struggle to understand how my videos have ever connected with anyone or meant any difference. The comments have made that clear that somehow it does, but it's like, you know, I see myself yeah. so drastically differently than um, a lot of stuff. I'm a lot happier, typically, minus the BO4 season. Like, when I used to joke that there's two different reads. There's read in, in real life, and then there's read online. Online read was always like, yippee! And then real life would be like, fucking college. I'm gonna fucking die at college. Um, but since graduating... A lot of people, though. Yeah. That That's sort of me, yeah. to an extent, actually, right? too. I mean, so I'm, I feel you. I'm walking to class some days, and I see the bus coming, and it's 10 degrees out, and I'm like, hit me. Yep, <laughs> yep. So it's like, we're we're... The, I'll the, sue you. Who we are started to come, at least for me, a little closer to reality with this show as life has improved in, in many aspects with me, but also like the 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 blend of just Zombros allowed us to open up. It allowed us to be genuine with people. And I, I really appreciate uh, that opportunity through this podcast. I don't know. It's just been a, a great experience in a weird community setting. Mm-hmm. Turbo brings up a valid point, though, in the chat. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Do you see it? Yeah, 100%. We can do a live <laughs> meetup whenever social distancing is over. We still got to do our risk. risk. Yeah. I, I literally 100%. have it in my closet right now. I was going to say, do you actually have that still? That I, I do. Go get it. I haven't played Risk in forever. 
That game is that game. My friends and I would play, it and we do the same thing every single time. We'd conquer the same areas every time, and ended up just I, I ended up getting pissed off at the game. <laughs> that is great. <laughs> as I was as I was um, moving out of my apartment last week, um, I had found this in the closet, and I oh and I thought God. I'm like I'm like ah oh, well, Reed's Reed's quitting Sombros. Not sure we're ever gonna get together and do a game of this, but. It's still make it happen. Yeah, we still... Do you know what the sections are? Like, you know how in regular Rift there's like continents? <laughs> what are there like maps? Is that how they divide it up? One second. Uh, like that's that's gotta be interesting. Um, I'll pull it out right now. Do it. You won't. I'm curious. There's no rules here. We can go as long as we want. So here's a map. Folds out like this. Transit's got to be on. Yeah, there, right? I think I just saw transit. I was instantly like, "Yuck!" <laughs> Looks like this. Oh, that is not as. Um, is that the Reese? The, the sections you have are Moon, okay. Shinonuma, okay. Origins, yeah. DE, yeah. Garad Krovi, oh. Dereez, and Kino. Oh, those are good. That's all good. And the different the different territories that you like would conquer in a normal game of Risk are things like. So in Dereez, you have the teleporter station, the main oh. courtyard, um, Maxis's office. Mm -hmm. uh, in GK, you have things like Falinski Square, Operation Bunker, Department Store, Armory, Infirmary, Dragon Command, Hatchery, oh, and so forth. That's cute. I did a good job. Yeah, could and you... then the, the, seems the, weird. The, the figurines, um, you have different types. So like there's... I, I've like hardly opened this box, by the way. Nice. Um, each player has a different type of staff. Um, okay. And then, like, there's a hellhound figure and a soldier figure. Okay. It's really well done. It looks, it looks fun. It looks mm -hmm. better than normal ass Risk, <laughs> which I raged in quite a... I rage a lot and, and everything. But in Risk, man, my friends and I would play, and I always get so pissed. Because... I, I mean, most of it, it's just... it's Most of it's luck, let's be honest. It's strategy, but it's oh, luck. Oh, no. I used to be what? a big. I used to play a lot of Risk. Yeah. Uh, really, I mean, there is some there is luck, strategy. but there's a lot of strategy yeah. to it. Uh, oh, for sure, strategy is the game. But you know, when, when it comes down to dice, yeah, ultimately, also, I'll give you that. Yeah. But it's also it's a very broken game in the sense that it's very easy to take advantage of it mm -hmm. and like bunker down in like Australia and then come out with a million troops. That's true. I always used to take over Asia. That was my. I would yeah, take over that, Asia. That's your first mistake. Well, I actually used to do that, and surprisingly, none of my other friends would 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 badger me about it. They would never go after me. Uh, one friend would take over Europe. My other friend would take over both South America and Australia for some reason, and then my other friend would take over North America. Europe and... is always the worst place to be. You don't. Yeah, Europe, you just get crushed by everybody. There's, there's no Europe is a battleground. There is no conquering Europe. Yeah, Asia's tough. Australia yeah. is easy. Australia is easy. South South America's the next one. Then I would say either Africa or North America, and then Asia and Europe. There was a Star Wars version of it where you actually had a ship that would be able to change up. So where you thought you could bunker, the ship could actually dock at certain places on mm -hmm. continents. So if you controlled the ship, it was also another level of strategy on the game. So you couldn't just be hiding inside a, a certain area. Does this See, one like have this? something like that or no? No, well, I'm looking at it now. Um, 
the way the board is laid out, mm-hmm. most of the rooms have at least multiple entrances. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a couple like Moon. Moon is Moon has three. Yeah, I think every entrance has at most three, or every map has at most three entrances. Okay. So it's a lot more balanced than, say, the traditional Risk. Dope. This will be fun. We'll definitely try it out. I'm sure Turbo will be at, like, energy level 10 to start, and then by the end, when we're all at one, he'll still be a nice, like, simmering five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, let's keep going through the donations. Uh, Where were we? Where were we? Uh... David Kirk donates. I'm guessing the 12-hour transit stream isn't happening now. Uh, one way to get out of it. Uh, oh, that's fair. Hope you're all well and safe. Just um, wondering. If- I will do a 12-hour transit stream if it means people donate to the Die Rise billboard. Maybe that's the way we do it, John. Hmm? Maybe that's how mm-hmm. we get your funding. I uh, Just want- wondering if Tim's feelings on Blood of the Dead and Die Rise have changed. No. No, they haven't. I fucking hate both of them. Right on. Equally. Tyler donates and he says, <laughs> what's your opinion on the gaming revolutions video about how Takio, I, I don't want to talk about this, uh, about the spider. We talked about this on the show too. And by the way, why yeah. is I talking about what? Dude, this guy is totally the, poking. The, As the, we're leaving the, the community, gaming... hey, you want to start some shit? You want to yeah, get wait, in wait, trouble? What, what, Fuck what off. was the donation? Do what was the, the donation? I don't care anymore. Tyler's asking about controversial videos in the zombies community. There's a couple more he could have added in there. I don't care. We're not answering this. Go away. Johnny J25, listen to me. You're not allowed to give any more opinions yeah. on high rounds, or I <laughs> yeah. will show up at your door. Beat you with a lead don't you dare. I'm, I'm going to show make you. A mistake. I'm going to show you how much it matters. Gee, I don't get. Don't shit. don't be talking shit about my boy Kino. If I were you, I'd recommend you unfollow everyone you know in real life. <laughs> oh fuck my god, yeah, dude, get the fuck out, out of here with said. that. Shut up. That's what they fucking said. That's why this is just stupid. You god, shut the hell half up. Half the reason you want to leave is shit like that. Uh, Visual donates maybe a seasonal podcast. I don't know. I, I'm toying around with maybe me exploring a podcast with thoughts and ideas because that's one of the things I find really, really interesting to me. And maybe even diving into books of philosophy and stuff like that and developing perspectives and seeing like just people challenging my thoughts and ideas might be a fun place. But in you the do same Joe respect, Rogan. What's that? Well, you do like a Joe Rogan style podcast. Yeah, but you know. God, the rat awesome experience. As soon as you make people uncomfortable online, they're gonna hate you forever. I mean, that's like the basic conversation again with what we were talking about with the sensitive issues. As soon as you're like, have you ever done any self reflection and be like, why you think the things you do? Many people don't even want to do that surface level of reflection in life and be like, oh, oh, you're attacking me and who I am. It's like, no. I'm just asking why you believe that. How dare you ask me that? So that's always you know, Reed, I'm interested in. But it is really rare to find people who actually have a fucking brain like and i don't mean that literally but of course but i mean yeah. like people that think rationally it is actually yes. extremely difficult to find people like that nowadays and yeah. i'm not just like it's it's so true it really is like people that can put themselves people who have, who have empathy people who can have a conversation yeah. and not shout at each other yep. it's so difficult to find people like that I'm especially sad. in the united states oh my god i don't know what what happened to this respectful discourse in the past 10 years it's not 
again, it's cancel agree culture. to disagree. Yeah. What happened to that? I know, and you know, there there is a level of it where life, you know, when it's life or death, you know, agreeing to disagree is not solving the problems here. But man, like a Kino Der Toten map or an opinion on a a video game video, or if you like Star Wars: The Last Jedi, even if I didn't like it, it's like. Fucking move on, dude. It's like it's entertainment. This isn't the end of the world. My God, it's just people who don't have their priorities straight. Right. People who don't have a life. It's just people that will just nitpick small things. They will find things to be angry at. So actually, that's the problem. There's a fun video of uh, woke culture. There's a comedian I've really, really liked recently. I think it's like Andrew Schultz. I think it's yeah, I've been seeing him pop up. I I've been loving. Yeah, him. and one of his things is was woke activism. Just like funny. Funny how, like, all this cancel culture and all these crazy things are happening, and then, you know, a pandemic happens and Tiger King comes out. These are horrible people. These are rapists, murderers, con men. These are terrible people. But it's awesome and okay, and it's meme-worthy, and everybody's on board with all this stuff, like, just because priorities change. And he, he has a great way of putting spins on it. He's very intelligent with his cultural knowledge and his geographical knowledge. I dig his comedy because he's he's fun, he's good just to punch at the shit that is the hypocrisy of so much stuff. And that's just it. Like, what happened? We're cool with Tiger King and we love Tiger King all of a sudden. But, like, woke culture, you know, cancel culture has nothing to say about that. But God forbid someone said something 14 years ago when they were 10 years old and they made a racist comment. They have to ruin the rest of their lives. Again, that's woke activism. That's, again, the stuff that I, I'm just so so not with. I'm so not for. Yeah. It's, it's a world culture we... is, like, ironically less tolerant and less accepting than the people they're trying to shut down. Yeah. That's the funniest part about cancel culture is yeah. you're so intolerant of other people's opinions that you who deems yourself tolerant is actually ironically even less tolerant than the people you're trying to eliminate. Yes. And breeding grounds, uh, uh, studies have pointed out the breeding grounds of this place is happens at college campuses. And it's like the most Eastern and Western uh, college campuses as well. It's those, it's, it's like, Oh my God, it's even like geographical extremes have pushed these, even though it's not on the same thing. I don't know. Again, I don't want to go too deep into it, but it's just where <laughs> yeah. maybe COVID is what helps people start to get a little check in with human decency and maybe this movement as well to be like, oh, yeah, you know, we live in a bubble. The United States lives in a bubble for the past 30 or 40 years. I've talked about this before on the podcast. Like, we've been in through two wars and nothing changed in my life. I had to sacrifice nothing. We're like World War II, Vietnam War, all the stuff in the United States. It was like your way of life was changed because of the because of resources, because there was a war going on, because of massive issues going on in the world. So maybe it's a wake-up call that the United States really needs right now. And maybe we'll be decent. We'll actually look back in 20 years and be like, man, that was awful, but now we can be civil again. We can actually have discourse and mm -hmm. potentially move to a better place if that's the goal of society. Okay, next question. Shangri-La's on Mars donates and he goes, I make Reed play putt-putt. A few months later, he quits zombies. Guys, this is no coincidence. You're right. You pushed me out, Shangri-La. It's all on you. That is your fault. You have ruined what was the God last you, OG. I was the first you. guy to post fucking zombie videos online, live commentaries. I you made him quit. March. Who do you think you are? <laughs> exactly. March 2019 is the last video I had on file, but I know I was uploading before that, but I had a lot of garbage videos back then. Regardless, you took down the OG of zombies. I hope you're happy with that. Yeah, how do you feel? 
Vegetable uh, donates. Adam also donates. Adam says, tell Tim he's a god. Thank you. I appreciate that. And finally, I still remember how angry I was back in the day <laughs> when Matt kept bailing on the podcast, looking forward to the to his return, hopefully. That's actually kind of funny if Matt pulls us off for the final episode of the podcast. That would be pretty on brand That for would Matt. be funny. <laughs> but finally... That's going to wrap up the podcast. My posters go on sale. Uh, I'm settling on June 15th right now. Uh, you can get the perk posters. I'm actually bringing them back. People have been asking about that. You can get my Last of Us posters, any of my movie posters I have in stock, Ether, Chaos, Resident Evil, and um, uh, Cover Your all Wall Bundle. So you can get any of those posters at radrendering.com. You can get any of Tim's terrific posters for Last Man Standing and Tim-specific posters at timhansonposters.com, which is also the top link in the description. So be sure to check that out. You can use the Zombros discount code for the next 24 hours to get 15% off an order. And you can find Tim. His The maps are linked in the description if you want to play Last Man Standing yourself. If you want to check out his channel, I forgot to put his channel in there, but it's Tim Hansen. Google it. I'll try and update it after the stream. I believe that's everything else I have to shout out and talk about. John, do you have any last-minute announcements? Uh, no, you can go check out my soccer channel. Just upload another video if you want to go support me. I'll put a link to that. In I watched one of your videos over there, John. Yeah. The one about Pele, I think. I didn't Did, was that, does, that, does that check? I might sound like an idiot right now. I didn't make any videos about Pele. I, I fucking... I don't know what you're talking about. I don't want to make it seem like I'm just saying I watched it, because I actually did watch one of them. I just don't remember what the fuck it was. I don't uh, remember, but I well, did watch one of them. Hey, but, um, I'm glad you watched it. Uh, yeah, I, I saw your... I think you linked it on Twitter, and then I watched it. Yeah, if you're, if you're a fan of soccer... Um, <laughs> no, I just seem like a out. fucking idiot. If you like... Um, if you like me and you just want to support me, just maybe go throw a like on it or something. It's always appreciated, and uh, yeah. Tim, do you have anything you want to shout out or anything you want to promote before we wrap um, up? The posters, but you know, we, we've uh, we've gone over that extensively. Um, that they're phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. I was about to pull up and see if I could find the video I watched of yours, John, but I'm just going to forget about it. <laughs> um, those posters are magnificent, and uh, if I were you, I would get the movie poster but the individual poster pack is also phenomenal mm -hmm. if you're the type of guy that wants them to, to place them in different locations. Um, hey, subscribe to all of us, and I just appreciate the time uh, to be on this podcast, not only once, but three times, and uh, it's coming to a close, but I'm glad I, I was super, actually, I was going to hit you up and be like, hey, uh, you have a few more podcasts coming up, right? Kind of like a slide in one of those, mm -hmm. and I'm so glad I got into one of them. So uh, that's oh, yes. that actually we want, makes me very happy. Weeks now, I think April. We were like, yeah, we're getting Tim on, and then it just kept going. We're like, we're gonna get fucking Tim yeah. on the show, and it worked out perfectly. Well, we were we were hoping to do a Last Man Standing podcast a while ago, but not a Thirty Shade. But some people didn't want to make their maps available. <laughs> well, the map, uh, they will be available. Season two, the maps will be available from now on. And season three, I couldn't tell you what's going to happen. I would assume that we're not going to make them available and then make them not available after that. But uh, that's exciting. Hey, they're open to the public. Link in the description. Hell yeah. Have, have yourself a fun game of Last Man Standing. See if you can outlive your buddies. Definitely. And thank you guys so much for watching episode 198 of the Zombros podcast. I will be streaming Last of Us when it comes out, Last of Us Part 2. So if you want to see any more content from me there, that's the last thing I remembered. Chat reminded me. But until then, be safe. And until we see you in the next video, take care now. Bye-bye.
Thank you for tuning into this episode of Zombros. Make sure to download the podcast on iTunes and support the show on Patreon if you haven't already. If you have the time, be sure to rate the show because it helps keep the podcast going. Links will be in the description. We'll see you in the next episode.